to match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat children. Hello? Yo. Yeah, what up? I ain't nothing, man. Just fucking trying to get this janky ass thing to Yeah, an- yeah, anchor be fucking up, man. <laughs> oh, I say it all have- I say it all the time on my shit. I'll be like, man, anchor be fucking up. Yeah, they Yeah, it be wildin'. It's like Hey, they showing us love. They getting us up on all them different platforms, so Man, you, you can know be what? PC. You could be PC on your shit, man, but they be no. fucking up. This, nah, little, this, 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 this thing they need to troubleshoot because they be fucking they be fucking up royally. Nah, but hear me out though. I'm just I'm never a big fan of criticizing technology because it's like, man, we used to ain't have none of this shit. Come on, bro. Yeah, but if you ain't complaining, it doesn't get no better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fuck, you know, niggas will give you the bare minimum. You see what you see what they do with Madden and shit. <laughs> the bare minimum, they change a few buttons. Mm-hmm. Man, if niggas ain't if if niggas ain't complain, we be playing the same. Well, we we really are playing the same Madden every year. But them niggas had to have a hashtag saying Madden fix the fix the franchise or some shit for them to even address it. So it's like technology ain't would not get better if we didn't complain. Or we'd be like, hey, you know, it'd be dope. But I don't I don't think the two things are uh, connected because sometimes it's shit that can't be fixed. So it's a matter of like. You know, if it's a hamster in a wheel, if you say a scientist or in this case, a video game programmer is a hamster in the wheel, then I don't think that they're nah. necessarily running faster because you complain. I think your complaint, I think it was going to get better anyway. Like the flaws they had to know. Like I wonder with Madden this year, I wonder if they're going to have kneeling and shit on there. You think that'll be an option? Uh, I think. It was on one of the years that the last year Kaepernick was on it. They had him kneel before the uh, national anthem. They, that was that's, already in the game. That's <clears throat> that was hilarious. I'm yeah. surprised motherfuckers didn't break their TVs. Yeah, they they had that shit on there. They had it on there that last year he played. I remember seeing it on there. <laughs> I did not know that. That's like uh, yeah. the Clippers with Donald Sterling. They had an option. You can turn your jersey. Yeah, them pussy ass niggas, man. Pussy ass motherfuckers. <laughs> I never, I never respected hey. them for that shit, yo. Listen, I'm gonna be real. If if I if I won't miss, you know, an a hundred dollar paycheck to host a comedy show for the struggle, then I don't expect nobody to miss, you know, a uh, hundred thousand nah, dollar game check nah, for the nigga. struggle. Listen, man, you got them niggas by the balls, yo. You had them. If you really want to make a political stand and be like. Like, right now, all these pussy-ass football players who now want to be like, they want to talk up and say some shit because it's popular now to do it. It's trendy. It's on social media and shit. But, Man. like, when it... A real test is to do that shit when it's not popular. You know what I'm saying? Now that's a like fact. Them dudes, like, them dudes, who was it, John Carlos and Tommy Smith, they put their fists up and they did that shit. And even the white boy, the white boy was in on it with them. They did that shit yeah, when it wasn't yeah. popular, man. They took a lot of shit for that. Like, 20 years later, niggas will be like, oh, they romanticized that event. But when they did that shit, man, they was like some of the most hated people in the world, man. They took their gold yeah, and silver they, medals from them and everything. They they lost a lot of things. <clears throat> yeah, was, a lot of shit. I hate the term, but they was blacklisted. And it's just like, yeah. damn, why I gotta be blacklisted? <laughs> why is Her- that the list that nobody gets to fuck with? And that uh, blacklist usually got all the coolest motherfuckers on it. Look, they was on that list with 
They was on that list with Muhammad Ali. They was on that list with fucking right. uh, Jim Brown. So if you're going to be on a blacklist, nigga, that blacklist is popping. All they needed was a DJ. They would have got that shit jumping. Which, let's say it, I mean, uh, we'll drop that intro, by the way. This is the motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast, if you're listening. Got the co-host in the building today after a two-episode hiatus. We, we appreciate having him back, though. Yeah. Ibrahim Khalif. Yeah, uh, I'm back here. I'm back, back. In, I'm back in here on my Robin shit. You know, I'm your Robin. Rob, hey, Robin I appreciate to, you, no, bro. Robin from, Robin from Howard Stern, nigga, not Robin from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Why not Robin from Batman? You don't want to be an adopted kid? Hell no, nigga. You ain't, you ain't no pedophile. I ain't going to let you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I, I'd rather be Robin on Howard Stern, nigga. Just laugh and keep the conversation going. I feel you, but yeah, man, we we just glad you didn't have a Rona because you said you were sick. So I was yeah. like, hold up, now. Yeah, I had to go get, I had to go get checked, because I, I did that day, I did that show down in Atlantic City, and um, I wasn't feeling right after that uh, shit. You but, did a show in Atlantic <clears throat> City where they at least limiting the seating? Fuck no, no, we was out, man. It was the Wild West. We was out um on the boardwalk. We weren't indoors. We outdoors at um okay. the boardwalk hall amphitheater. And um, yeah. and it was just people just walking by, and then you had people sitting. But the, but but the people were spread out pretty good though. The only okay. people who were sitting next to each other was people who actually walked over there together. So yeah, it's like they, we, we came together, we leave together, we fuck. Yeah, they together, all so yeah it's all good. yeah man nigga, they was wild. They was wild though. It was like nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was uh, everybody was like walking in big ass crowd. It was a big ass crowds down there, and the uh, restaurants was open. It was yo, I was the only man. comic there with a mask. We went. Okay, so you at least took that precaution. Hell yeah, I went. I went. I walked down the boardwalk. Got me some hand sanitizer, man. It was. You, you was about it, but see, I, I feel like, and I mean, this is just me, right? But I'm kind of an all enough in person because I'm like, I'm not doing it if I'm doing all that either. I'm gonna come out here and do this shit raw, and we can do it raw, and we can do it right, or we can not do it at all. <laughs> no, I, I would. I didn't wear. I didn't wear a mask on stage and none of that shit. It's just that. Off stage, I was making sure you know I had all the right shit. But I mean, you kind of gonna have to adjust to that because that's gonna be the new normal for me. No, you ain't gonna be getting on stage for a while, nigga. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of resigned to that. I've told people I think my start date is September. I'm like, and that's actually the next gig I got in uh, Bananas with Alonzo Ball. We was supposed to be there. I think May tenth. So bananas in Jersey for him at yeah Bananas in Hasbrook Heights or whatever. Oh, okay. And uh yeah, well that's when I knew, you know, uh I think I would think the date we had was May tenth. And you know, in March I was thinking, all right, well this shit got cracking around around um, you know, March tenth. I thought, okay, by two months this should be gone and then boom. It'll yeah. be almost six months later, you know. Yeah. And we're still kinda uncertain. You know, yeah. you know what's you know what's funny? March 10th, right? Now, my birthday was the 9th, right? Okay. So, <clears throat> I had been wanting to try CBD gummies for a minute. Right? So, <laughs> on March, like, my birthday, I turned 37 on March night. March 10th came, I bought some CBD gummies from that spot that's like two doors over from um, Cafe, what's that, Cafe Reggio, whatever, that's a couple of doors down from the cellar. Right, the feds might be listening. I don't know nothing about this, Man. dog. Nigga, it's it's a it's a public <laughs> smoke shop, yo. I know, it's, dog. I'm so, 
I went, I went and got gravity shits. I mean, it ain't weed. It's just CBD. So I went there, I grabbed them and shit. Yo, nigga, I took the CBD gummy, right? <clears throat> the next day, there was like pandemic is. Yo, I thought I was like, God damn, these gummies are pretty fucking good. That's when they started announcing it. The- <laughs> that the fucking that we were under a pandemic, yo. I said, here it is. I've never taken a, I've never taken any type of like no illicit drug, no anything. I took the tamest fucking thing, and we end up in a pandemic. That shit been on my mind for a minute. That's like, hilarious. yo, you feel like it's it's punishment from Allah, huh? Yeah, we're dude, man. It's like I took one diverted <laughs> path. Like, yo, let me just take this CBD because you know I be dealing with stress and shit like that. So I was like, you know what, man. I've been hearing that this stuff is good for like pain and all of that stuff. So I was like, let me try it. Right. Man, I took that shit, man. And next thing I know, we in a fucking pandemic. I was like, ain't this about a bitch? Yeah, man. <laughs> Should have stayed sober. It was all caused by you, man. Word up. Taking that one damn gummy. I'm what like, what they man, said on uh, uh, Back to the Future, the time, how you said con- <laughs> continental. That shit fucks me up. The, that word. The, 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 uh, the space time continuum. Con- time continuum. There you go. I'll be looking at mm-hmm. the two U's like, nah, I say that like a W, right? Like, nah, it's literally <laughs> a double <W>. U. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that should be tripping me up. I don't want to sound like Floyd Mayweather when he uh, was trying to pronounce pandemic. Oh, I ain't see. Oh, um, I, ain't, I ain't see that. I was I right at that. the beginning of this shit. Floyd Mayweather was trying to sound smart, and he, he tried to say pandemic, and the A, they had him on the ropes. <laughs> That nigga, that I will still, I will never forget that nigga trying to do a drop on what was that, one hundred five point one. Oh yeah, the Breakfast Club exposed him, nigga. I was dying. Hilarious. You gotta watch. Was you gotta dying. watch them though, because sometimes they'll do a parody, and you'd be like, "Nah, I thought that was real life." Mm-hmm. Which uh, I'm I'm a little weird about the mask thing, man. I uh, I definitely wear it inside, you know, and. But when I'm outside, I feel like, I don't know, the way my stupid mind works, I'm like, nah, you know, the air and the sun will break all that up for us. You know, we in the open space. I be I be looking at the mask like uh, condoms to where it's like, look, hypothetically, mm. if all y'all wear y'all masks, I don't have to wear mine. Like, it's like <laughs> condoms. It's like. You know what I mean? The, the yeah. male don't I'll wear be... a condom and the female. One of us does. <sighs> right. Yeah, I I feel I feel that way too. I feel that way too. Um I just wear it as a common courtesy. It's almost like you know, I just I just wear it as a common courtesy. Just I see another motherfucker wear it, I just wear it, but then most of the time I keep it from a you know, I keep my nostrils open because that that shit get real like claustrophobic feeling. Yeah, you know I don't like that. And then they said try to say to wear one while running, and it's just like, hey, come oh, on. Oh fuck bro. that! They try to kill you, yo. Yeah, you. I'm like, this shit feel like the chloroform rag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like how they creep up from behind. Like I'm being put kidnapped. Chloroform on the rag. Word right. up! Like you being kidnapped all fucking like some day. Some sort like, of nah. practice for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I ain't feeling that shit at all. Not yeah, at all. It's, it's different, man, and it, it, it's good though. It's, at least in New York, Jersey, to see some shit opening up. Like I know they had the yeah. uh, inside restaurants in Jersey, and then they closed them. Mm. Real, yeah. Quick. Now he's saying if you got them doors, if you got them doors that open up to the outside, then they'll let you have indoor, uh, indoor fucking what's the name? Yo, I just got. I just got booked on a show in Eastern Pennsylvania that's going to be an inside show, but it's supposed to be social distancing. 
Yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, I mean, I guess it's In possible. August. But I just yeah. think that that isn't conducive to laughter, you know. People being close to each other is what makes it fun. And we we know all know the best comedy rooms are the small pack ones. So, And laughter's mm-hmm. contagious like that. The more distance you put between people, you feel like they're more worried about being safe than they are laughing. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, probably not. I mean, I mean, if you could go and tell jokes, because when I did the, the outside show, it was motherfuckers scattered about, but it only made me work a little harder as a performer. Yeah. It made me really work to engage the audience, and then they all got on, you know, they all got on one page, you know what I'm saying? But I think I think it's just something we just got to rise above, just like these Zoom shows, just like, you know, yeah, all we, this other shit. We're adapting. I think it's like I told you last time, where it's like, hey, man, the only dealer... It's a broke dealer somewhere that said, damn, man, I, I, I was only going to sell powder. I wasn't fucking with that crack stuff. <laughs> and right. he, he went the fuck out of business. So yeah, he didn't gotta, adapt and overcome. You got to be able to adapt. That's why, like, uh, I just put out my little comedy special, man, because it's like, you know what? It's about time. It's, you know, everybody's at home. Everybody needs entertainment right now. Like, shit, let's fill that void yeah. real quick. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, you put you put something out, right? Yeah, I put out a comedy special. Uh, what is it entitled? Philosophy at the Apollo Theater. For the, those of you listening, uh, it's available on Vimeo. You know, for your purchase. Uh, nice, uh, congrats. It's you know essentially priced for you know. It's essential comedy for uh, non-essential price. I'll say it's five dollars, Buster. What movie was that from? <laughs> $5 Buster. <laughs> it was uh, five, definitely a West Coast movie, by the way. He said Buster. Uh, that ain't Minister Society, is it? Mm-hmm. Probably, I think so, because you know how they talk with that West Coast accent out there. That shit always makes me laugh. Yo, it was a, it was a lot of it was a lot of West Coast gang gangster movies back in the uh back in the nineties and shit, man. South Central. Oh yeah, you had that. You had uh you had uh fuck was it? Don't be a menace. South Central. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, Minister Society. No, nah, but South Central too. That was you was right. South Central was li- yo. South Central was 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 lit, yo. When the was dude was like, uh, when the dude was like, uh, is y'all gonna help me ride on Willie Manchester or what? <laughs> His son, um, how you a gangster with a name like Willie Manchester? <laughs> but he wasn't the gangster, remember, he was the kid that shot the uh, kid climbing over the fence and he wanted revenge on him. Uh, little Bobby Johnson's son, uh, oh, okay, yeah. OG Bobby Johnson, Yo, Hoover, OG Bobby Deuce, Johnson. and all that mess. Man, my dad used to watch all that shit. So you, I remember they put the they put the potato over, over the, the gun as a <laughs> over the barrel. That was a silence. I remember that shit. Now that really stuck out. Oh hell mind. yeah! Because I haven't seen I haven't seen that movie in a long time, man. But we used to be bombarded with that yeah, shit. Yeah. It was so many of the movies. I used to. That was. From- I used to uh, really look at people when they brought potatoes. Sometimes, like, what? Hold up, what you doing with that now? <laughs> yo, we're yo. That was the craziest I, shit. And I saw. I that thought, and, and I, like, I think fuck? he had that shit on like a shotgun too. 
Uh, I don't remember that. I remember the. I remember them having it as a science of a regular pistol. Oh, it was on a pistol. Did he have it over a shotgun? I, it was on a pistol. Sure. I thought. Yeah, I like a revolver. I could be wrong, but but I'm pretty sure he had like it a on revolver. a shotty too, to where it was like, yo, man. But you know what? That would be that would be. Pointless. You know what's wild though is that um, what's wild about that is that um, they didn't tell us what type of potato. So you might put a sweet potato on there and fuck around and be in prison for the rest of your life because you used the wrong potato. You used the sweet potato. That something was like a because you gave him because not only did you shoot him, you, they survived and you gave him diabetes. <laughs> like that's the oh like, man, mo- that's funny. Uh, fucking shot it, and then the sweet potato went everywhere. And the detective came and licked his finger and said, "Sweet potatoes, what the hell?" They were making pot. This man, this 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 was premeditated. <laughs> this motherfucker got a sweet potato. It wasn't even like it was it was done in haste. Right, we, he made we, sure we looking for specified. Steps. But yeah, you're right. It was a whole slew of the movies. You know what I'm very surprised about with those movies is mm. that they didn't try to capitalize money wise. By making video games and shit, niggas would have played the hell out of some South Central Menace to Society. Nah. You get to play you it, remember, old dog. All you got to do is make nah, it to Atlanta. You got to remember, yeah, but you got to remember, video games was still video games was still kind of yeah. new, and they were heavily regulated. Like you didn't get no real gangster ass video game until GTA. Mm-hmm. When GTA came out, and we remember GTA used to have the overhead yeah. view, and. I remember back in the day, you couldn't buy GTA unless you had a fucking driver's Word? license. Word? Yeah, like, you had to have a driver's license to buy GTA. Back I didn't then. know that. Because I remember, yeah, people used to be like, they used to have a big brother buy it for him, or their wow. uncle or somebody buy it for him, because it was the, um, because it was the, you know, the age. I'm like, maybe that's a New Jersey thing, because, you know, y'all had New Jersey drive, so y'all was snatching cars anyway. <laughs> Yeah, man. We they was like, yo, we don't want to give y'all no ideas. So, uh, man, them niggas ain't need no idea. You had regular, yo. I swear to God. Uh oh, technical difficulties. We seem to have lost Ibrahim. Where we lose him at? Let's see if he comes back. Gotta love this shit. Thanks, coronavirus. Everybody communicating on the phone. Oh, yeah. yo, <laughs> yo, this shit was, this shit was, was bullshit. You was talking about, huh? Yeah, man. But it was my it, my fucking headphones came out came out the um, okay. Thing. Yeah, see, yeah, I took my. But then off. I plugged them. I plug. I plugged them back in, and I could still hear you. But I'm saying hello, and you couldn't hear me. Okay, it's all good, man. It's you know this. Ass. This virus, it is what it is. I tell you something that gives me confidence is it doesn't matter what you watch. You can be watching CNN and motherfuckers will come unplugged because everybody's kind of operating on different systems. And, you know, it ain't like everybody's in the same building and there's no illusion. Everybody knows everybody's kind of communicating from a remote location. Yeah, Yeah, I was. You you really get to see where motherfuckers internet connection is like when you're doing them Zoom (laughs) shows and shit like. Motherfuckers got cricket wireless as a fucking <laughs> as a internet carrier. server. Yeah, as an internet carrier. It's like, yo, yeah. get a better modem, nigga. God sure. damn. Uh, what was yeah, I talking about? We talked about the video games, right? It was... um. Yeah, but I was, was going to say that thing for myself, man. As I, What I was trying to explain to you at the beginning was I've never been a big technology complainer, you know. Motherfuckers always say 
it's the glass half full or half empty. I'm one of them. Hey, be happy you got a glass, motherfucker. You complaining about the plane, but it's like shit. Your ass could have to take a horse and buggy to motherfucking where you gotta go, nigga. You play Oregon Trail. You know how that typhoid fever work. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, I, hey, wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't sit down. Fuck up. I wasn't a. I wasn't an Oregon Trail nigga. I was more of a Sim City nigga back in the day. I was. Okay, in, yeah, I was into fucking. I was into like. Uh, I was into learning about gentrification all the way back then. <laughs> Hilarious. That yo, That's with, funny. yo, the weird shit about playing Sim City, right? Is like it kind of it kind of make you understand that shit though. <laughs> it's, like, it's like yo, I remember one time I played that shit and I was really trying to push hard for 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 the for the poor niggas, man. I'm like I was trying to be like a mayor of the people, but after a while I was yeah. like, yo, this shit ain't working. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was, they was uh, turning on you. Bruh, they weren't turning on me. I was turning into what I hate. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. It made, yo, <laughs> it made take you, over. You was yeah, kicking people out. Yeah, I had to, man. I wasn't making no money. I'm like, God damn, I don't want to. I say, yo, I'm trying to hold the hood down. You know, I give them a little hospital, a new firehouse. But man, niggas wasn't, niggas wasn't giving me no damn, uh, no motherfucking tax dollars. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'm giving them new schools. I put a college there. I'm like, man, listen, man. You needed to get down with that federal funding, baby. That money come on time, <laughs> bro. I was borrowing. I was borrowing for the, you know, because they got it where you got it where you can, uh, what they call it. You can sell uh, bonds and shit, and you can yeah. borrow money, like you said, from the like from the treasury. I was doing that shit, yeah. and I was still trying to hold niggas down. I'm like, all right, yo, I'm gonna just take care of the people around them. And maybe that shit a funnel. Uh, I was doing trickle down economics, and that shit was not working. Oh, I was that's like, "Fucking funny." So it's, it's right. like Sim City make you understand sociology, yo. I was like, "Oh shit." It's <laughs> funny. I never could. Um, I never could play Sims. It's kind of funny because you could tell who had an adult mindset. Like, yo, you over here paying bills and charging people taxes, and yeah, I'm over here playing with monsters and shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they, like, nah, I can't. Like, you playing real life, basically. Word up. Funny. They make you. They lo- that's huh. Go ahead. That's like that game life. Remember the board game life? Oh, I love that fucking game. I love. Yo, I love. Bro, I love that game back in the day when I was a kid. So you was a grown ass little man for real. Yeah, I love that game, man. The game of life was serious, bro. That was my Which shit. Really, Monopoly is kind of some devious shit too. Yo, my uncle. I used to play with my uncle, right, all the time. This nigga used to call himself J.R. Ewing. You know J.R. Ewing from Dallas? Yo, you too young for that? You remember that show, Dallas? Yeah. Oh, shit. You nah. never saw oh, Dallas? Wow. That's, yeah. Bruh. That's an old school, it's, like, my mother talk about watching that bruh, shit. Bruh, Dallas was the shit back in the day. J.R. Ewing was like a ruthless business. This nigga was like, Jer- like Jerry Jones is the real-life J.R. Ewing. Like, J.R. Ewing was Jerry Jones. But yeah. a ruthless, like a ruthless motherfucker. So my uncle used to call himself. We as soon as we play Monopoly, he called himself J.R. Ewing. This motherfucker, man, I know he was robbing us. I know he was. I could never beat him in Monopoly. He taught he taught me some hard lessons, boy. In Monopoly. Next thing I know, I'm selling my property to this nigga. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Which is yeah. If you got the mindset for it, it really teach you some shit. But the fact that we're eight years old and having to go to jail is a little fucked up. Hell, word up. <laughs> uh, Louis got a Louis got a great bit on Monopoly. He talks about him playing with his daughters and shit. That, that's yeah, a great I, fucking joke. You remember that? 
I have to find that, man. I don't remember that one, but he's got a lot of good fucking jokes, that dude. So Yeah. Yeah, man. What you speaking That's... of mo- speaking of money, yo, what you think of fucking Mahomes' deal, yo? That motherfucker's an essential worker, boy. God damn. A hundred mil in a drought, basically. Bruh, that a hundred mil a year, right? Nah, nah, nah. He did ten years, five hundred million. Ten years, five hundred million. What that break down to? That, Hold on. Well, well, right now it's actually twelve years that's gonna put him over five hundred. Jesus Christ! So, because he got two years remaining on his deal, he just signed a ten-year extension. What's that breakdown to per year? Uh, roughly what, like about. just like just about just over forty-five million a year, I think. But I don't think. But this is the thing, though. I think what what he did, because you know his pops was an old baseball player. Yeah, I think his pops. That's basic. What he pretty much signed was a baseball contract. I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do with. Um, I think he's gonna do with like Bonilla did. I think he's gonna defer some of that money. I think he's gonna defer a lot of his money, so he can keep getting paid years and years down the line because they're talking about something that this deal is friendly for the Chiefs. I'm like, the only way this is gonna be friendly is if he deferring money, and deferring money is really deferring money is really a baseball thing, because. Right. Yeah. So, what would would what Brady and them do? Just taking a simple pay cut would that be considered deferring? No. Well, see, people they this what they do. This the game that the media do. They make they make it like, oh, Brady's this team guy because he took pay he took lower uh lower uh contracts so that they could get better players. What Brady did was exactly what we're just talking about. Brady deferred his money. See, a lot of people don't know don't know that that's possible. They don't even know that's an option. You, you understand what I'm saying? So they don't put gotcha. it out there as being popular. But Brady deferred his. Um, Bonilla is being paid actually from two teams. A lot of people know the Mets is paying him, but the Orioles is paying him. And then uh, uh, Peyton Manning deferred his, some of his payments. Right, all of the yeah, a lot of the, too, a they, lot they of take those major deals, but then they realize shit. I need some weapons. Yeah, the nigga, nah, they ain't worried about them fucking weapons, dude. They think they worried about that. How much money I'm gonna get paid on the back end after this shit is all over with? <laughs> right, well, that too. So, yeah. what was I gonna say? Oh, with the Chiefs. So, okay, yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking about when I saw that was he sat out the first season, right? His first <laughs> season, he sat out with the exception of what one game. Uh, wait, I, I, what, what I, happened now? I looked it up. Patrick Pat, Pat Mahomes. He sat behind Alex Smith the first year. Yeah, first year. Yeah, he played. He played in just the last game of that year, mm-hmm. his rookie year. So that what was do the only you think game about, he started? Because I, I definitely am a big believer in. I mean, almost with the exception of Peyton Manning, maybe and Michael Vick, that tossing a quarterback immediately in the fire is almost the worst thing you can do. The survival nah. rate is so small. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. You know yeah. why? Because the NFL is changing. The NFL now do run the offenses that they ran in college. Whereas gotcha. back in back in the day, the NFL game and the college game was so far apart that to throw a to, unless a quarterback was already a pro style ready quarterback like a Peyton Manning, he couldn't yeah. survive in the NFL because. The NFL, most of the NFL was run on timing routes, timing routes. Like the West Coast offense was the NFL. You know what I mean? It had got all over the league. So all of the concepts and the in the in the in the and and shit in the sets or whatever with the West Coast offense, they didn't run that in college unless you came from colleges that ran it, like 
Florida State back in the day was one of the rare schools that had a pro-style offense, Tennessee yes. with Peyton, all that shit. But now you got pro teams running RPO. Mm. They got run pass option. You got right. them running, you know what I'm saying, zone reads and shit like that. That's it what really they run in college. Copycat league, and I'll tell you that because I remember – who was it? It was Miami running the Wildcat, wasn't it? Yeah. Everybody yep. started running the Wildcat nah, nah, nobody was really running the Wildcat. Well, Miami. a lot of people did. Miami Ooh. made it popular. And Ooh. then remember, because hold on. Remember uh, Vic, when Vic was still behind old boy, when he got had just got out of prison. Yeah, yeah. And they that was, was... kind of only using him to run the Wildcat. And I felt bad for him because I'm like, well, it's obvious but, what you're about to do when he comes in. Yeah, yeah, but it's that what he was running wasn't even really a wildcat. The wildcat is <clears throat> is a running back at quarterback. They weren't really running a wildcat. They were running just an option. They was like running a zone option. That's all they was running. You, you know what I'm saying with with Michael Vick? The okay, wildcat, maybe I'm tripping. It's been a yeah, while wildcat, since the wildcat, the wild, but it was yeah, it was the wildcat quarterback was the wildcat. or the running back. Yeah, the wildcat wasn't widespread. Miami was the only ones running it. Then Miami. Rank, they went all the way to the playoffs. Then the next year, people shut that shit down. Yeah, like they couldn't right. do shit. They couldn't do shit with it. It became the very year, obvious of like, okay, I see what you're doing right there. To, to me, I never understood why it worked in the first place. It's like you know he's running. He's not gonna throw the ball. He rarely ever threw the ball. So it's like right. I don't understand why it even worked. You know what I'm saying? I can see if you had like a Lamar Jackson at. Like, say say you did a, a Wildcat, right? You had Mark Ingram right. in the backfield, and you got Lamar Jackson at wide receiver. Right. Now it's a real threat because you like, yo, this like, motherfucker's going to run around. I don't know what's about to happen. You don't yeah. know what's about to happen. But yeah. Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown couldn't couldn't throw the ball like that. So you knew he was running. That's why I didn't understand why it worked so well. Right. Uh, you, you know what's crazy, man, is – um. What was I thinking? Oh, back to the quarterbacks is that, like I said, to me, I was really thinking about it once I saw Mahomes get that deal, which, by the way, I feel sorry for old Dak Prescott because he's going to have to say all lives matter at least five more times to get his money. (laughs) Jerry Jones down there got him by the balls, which is Not really. really. Not really. You don't think so? No, Dak got them by the balls. The longer Jerry way he playing himself because the longer, look, if he would have signed Dak last year, he'd have got him at a cheaper rate. That, that wanted a long-term deal last year where the quarterback rate was cheaper. Mahomes just raised the bar. So even if he's mm-hmm. not going to get Mahomes' money, the motherfucker is still going to get almost $10 million more than what he was would have got last year. So it's like mm-hmm. the longer you wait, the more you want to pay him. Now, he could game him. He could game him and do like uh, – Kirk Cousins bum ass and just keep getting oh, keep getting man. franchise. Like if I was him, I would I would sign my franchise tender. Now and you the go- disrespect to Cam Newton, bro, uh, MVP, and like you said, you know, basically borderline backups. Kirk Cousins getting big money. Who's the other one? Damn uh, it, who's I, that? It's slipping my mind, but he's average as fuck. Who's this? Where at? It's a few where, of them quarterbacks, right? Well. Uh yeah, I mean I'm trying to think of the other one. Is he in Minnesota? Who's in Minnesota? Minnesota's Kirk Cousins. Okay, Kirk Cousins. Damn it, it's, it's another lot, one man, of them. But a, it's a lot of them that's out there that they not they're not Cam Newton. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, I'm still disappointed by Vince Young because I was like, nah, he had a good record. 
he was a decent NFL quarterback. Man, uh, I, I'm not saying he was great. Hear me out. I ain't, I ain't say, say I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing bad about Vince Young. The boy, he he could play better than what's the motherfucker that I see every year? Ryan Fitzpatrick. God, yo, man. he stayed that getting a fucking yeah. He stayed for. getting a job. That was um, the name I was looking for. Boy, that motherfucker's straight reheated French fries. <laughs> yo, Jeff Fisher ruined Vince Young's career. Jeff Fisher, yeah. he ruined his career. Like, you the coach, and this nigga text you. He text you personally, and then you exposed it to the media. It's like, yeah, yo, you a be bitch a for that. Yeah, backdoor shit. But that's why I said to you, you know, I shed a little tear for all the quarterbacks that had fallen, you know, when I seen him get that deal, because I started thinking, you know, you got to wonder, right, different organization. And like I said, if you get that benefit of being able to sit a year, like I said, I think of all those that succeeded. So let's 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 run some of those names off. Mm. Did Cam Newton play immediately? Yep, sure did. Okay, so right out of school. was tossed in the fire. And they I mean, ran, but they ran NFL the off- MVP. But they ran the offense he ran in college. God, you. you know what I'm saying? Oh, so that you saying that's what makes that's the what makes the difference between the generations. Back in the day, you 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 wouldn't throw a quarterback directly in there unless he ran a pro style offense. So in to college. your point, I definitely knew that. With um, oh, they kept bringing up Eli Manning. He he got and thrown he at had, had like three offensive coordinators and changed head coaches like three or four times in the last six or seven years since the Super Bowl, last Super Bowl. Nah. And they would bring him up and they would mention him with Big Ben and they would mention him with, uh, who's the other one? Aaron Rodgers, Phil, I think. Phillip Rivers, they all in Phil, that class. Phillip Rivers, all the OGs and Tom Brady and I'm looking at him and I'm saying, but he's the only motherfucker that's changed coordinators. Like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Nah, Tom Brady changed coordinators too. But but not yeah. coaches. I'm saying if you changing both, you changing entire systems, and well, they were changing Eli's system every year. Who with who? What are you talking about? He had Dog, they, I, I can't run the names, but I'm telling yeah. you, they changed systems. Listen, he won a lot with Coughlin. Did he win the last championship with Coughlin? Yes, Tom, Tom Coughlin right. was his coach so majority of his saying? career. Actually, Did he burned through like three coaches no. real quick. No, you had the dude. You had the dude um with the who became the asshole. He was the he became the head coach. Um, the motherfucker with the slick back hair. He was the offensive coordinator. Then they the made him the head coach. The, the motherfucker with the slick back hair. That's all of them. <laughs> no, that's that motherfucker. No, that's no, most of them. No, the reason I made it, I made I made that distinction because when this motherfucker was the offensive coordinator, he was a real humble ass nigga. And then they made him a head coach. Then next thing you know, his whole demeanor changed. Like. He had like the slick back. He looked like he tried to look like Pat Riley. Like what the fuck? That's is this? hilarious because that's who I was thinking about when you said that. And I was just cutting up with somebody about this. Do you remember the championship with Shaq and D Wade? Oh yeah, uh-huh. and, and how Pat Riley stole the clipboard from Stan Van Gundy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. He stole the clipboard so, from him? Stan Van Gundy was the head coach, right? Okay, and Pat Riley was the president. Right, and every game that motherfucker got closer. Like he started off in the balcony seats in the skybox, uh-huh. and every game he got closer to the bench. And uh-huh. by about four thirty games in, he fired Stan Van Gundy, took the clipboard, and the rest is history. That's his wow. last championship. And it was funny because it was one of them. Of just like I'm not gonna allow you to fuck this up. 
I see Prime Shaq. This may be his last year in his prime. Uh-huh. I see Young Wade. He's ready. And like I said, it was almost inevitable because they would struggle and they would streak a little bit. And everybody kind of kept being like, you know, I don't know why Pat doesn't just. And sure enough, Pat had that clipboard. I was kind of waiting on him to do that shit with Spolster. I was too, yeah. I was, But he, he believed in that kid, though. He trusted him. He's like his son, though. They both got the slick back hair and shit. Yeah, he, he believed. <laughs> Spolster hair looked like he takes it for a walk every morning. Yo, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the... That Pat Riley move, honestly, was one of the coldest sports moves I ever seen. It's just like, hold on. I mean, did that motherfucker go from the skybox to the bench? Yo, it makes sense though, man. He a legendary coach. He, I, and like you said, I was waiting for him to do that when they landed the big three. I was waiting for him to step in, step in then, because I thought, I thought yeah, he would. Everybody was. I everybody think LeBron saying, even wanted him to, but everybody know. was saying it's like watching, uh, it's like watching handing the keys to a Ferrari to a fifteen year old, and it's like a little bit. But Spo made out yeah. though, and I mean, Coach LeBron wins. <laughs> That's what, man, but this, I got a debate with somebody, man, because I always debate motherfuckers. I'd be like, yo, like, it's my opinion that LeBron is the greatest player I've ever seen in my in my life. He's you could say I've that, but then, now, are you counting, did you, would you say you watched Michael Jordan? Yeah. Hell yeah, I watched okay. Michael Jordan when he could I watched Michael Jordan when he couldn't win. I grew up a Bulls fan. I grew up a Jordan, but I, I rejected okay. my programming. I rejected my programming after a while. It was like, yo. That's funny for, you I know, look, usually the OGs lean more towards MJ, nah. but... Nigga, LeBron, LeBron won a championship with Eric Spolstra as his head coach. He won a championship. He took a, a, a shitty Cleveland team. That's a good point. He he took a shitty Cleveland team to the best record in the league and to the NBA Finals with Mike Brown as his head coach. Like, he's never had a great head coach ever. No I feel sorry for Spolstra a little because he's won, what, two chips? Two? And chips, almost yeah. no, but everybody kind of just looks at it like, nigga, them LeBron's chips, whatever. Yeah, LeBron but, and Pat Riley. But you look <laughs> at Kobe. Kobe got Phil. Even before Phil, Kobe had Del Harris. Then you had Mike had Doug Collins and Phil, and he had Dean Smith in college. So Facts. he had all great. But it coaches. ain't Mike's fault he didn't go to college. And so no, you but know, still, no, but the, no, but I'm saying, but that's still look, that's still great that LeBron came from high school, came to the NBA. Nah, absolutely, bro, that's crazy. That's crazy. He has that mind? Yeah, no high school player outside of Kobe Bryant and maybe Kevin Garnett, which uh, you know what I mean was I that ready. If, I don't know if you know, but everybody's kind of up his ass about this uh, upcoming season and them playing in the bubble because everybody's like, really, he seems to be the only one enthused to play. And I'm like, yeah, he's on borrowed time. His clock's yeah. ticking. And the rest of you young motherfuckers know your knee's going to work next year. He doesn't. Right. And most plus likely he, they will. Plus, but, he, he, but was, he has the greatest chance to win a championship right now. Absolutely. Him and AD was fucking wrecking shop. Yeah. It's like, phew. I don't know what y'all thought was going to happen. People forget about AD that, you know, that was the only, I think they were all freshmen starting five. Mm. And they won the, the NCAA. And I mean, you know, overwhelmingly. I ain't seen a big man run like that since Greg Oden. Right. Which that's yeah. always uh, LeBron's. Uh, so, you know, the great rap question is, right? The great mm. rap question is. Would Jay Z have had the run he had if Pac and Big was still alive? Right? Nope. You don't think so? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Because 
Listen, it's man. Always that's interesting like interesting discussion to have. No, nah, because you know what? It's just like this. You look at it like wrestling, right? Nigga, we wouldn't know if 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 Hulk Hogan never leaves the, the WWF, if Ultimate Warrior never comes, we never and, and they don't ever leave. We don't we never get to see Shawn Michaels doesn't become Shawn Michaels. You understand what okay. I'm saying? Got Stone you. Cold Steve Austin. Like I remember watching Shawn Michaels when he was at the Rockers and Steve Austin when he was fucking stunning Steve Austin with the long blonde hair. It was like oh, yeah. when these motherfuckers became superstars, it was like these niggas, like them. You know what I mean? So Jay-Z the same way. It's like if Pac and Big don't die, Jay-Z's he's still good, but he's not what he is now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because hip hop had a lower ceiling then. Now, did Jay-Z take that ceiling and raise it? Otherwise, I think the murders of Pac and Big made rap more widespread, more mainstream, meaning you understand it commercialized it to a degree a lot more. But again, and I mean, mind you, all these conversations are parallel. So a lot like I would say with Michael Jordan to the point of where, you know, what? You, you, time. People forget about timing. Timing to me is everything. Mm-hmm. It's the most underrated element of success mm-hmm. and legends and who we consider legends. If somebody moonwalks before Michael, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I mean, somebody. I mean, well, they te- technically they did. but he, Well, that's what I'm saying. Somebody did. But I'm saying, you know, Neil Armstrong. Look at me. Bullshit and jokes. Uh, where's the bottom toss and all that shit? Uh, we're gonna go to a commercial. What uh, happened? <laughs> what happened? I, I real quick hit a horrible joke. Oh, which, which is funny. Like, some of them I know they're horrible as they come out. Oh. You said somebody moonwalked before Michael Jackson. I said Neil Armstrong. Oh, but um, <laughs> toss. Uh, we're gonna go to a commercial. I throw the fucking note card, <laughs> which I hate those because. They're in your brain and they got to go somewhere. And then I throw them out there and some people will be like, well, that was going to, it's like, motherfucker, I knew that when I said it. That's why mm, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what was I saying? Oh, well, yeah. You said timing. Yeah. So MJ, Michael Jordan has Gatorade. He has ESPN that comes along right then, you know, mm-hmm. Magic and Bird had raised the bar and even Dr. J slightly before them to a point of getting people to really watch it and then MJ just kind of walked into those shoes because you know a lot of people argue you know we like to make it an all guard argument you know MJ LeBron well I guess LeBron's technically not a guard but I'm saying he's not a center so we'll we'll go with that but it's like yo not for nothing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a bad motherfucker they outlawed dunking in college it's funny you say that, man, because I um I was watching a video on YouTube. It's this guy, he got a great fucking um he has a great series called uh I Can Make the Case or You Can Make okay. the Case for or whatever. And he say like he made the case for Wilt Chamberlain, um, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and then one of them was Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I had no idea Kareem Abdul Jabbar in his whole high school. His whole amateur career, he only lost two games. Archbishop Malloy, man, he was a Bruh. bad motherfucker, dog. Yo, he was crazy nasty. Then he won like five. This a lot of shit I didn't know about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I always knew that he was the captain. He he was the NBA's all-time leading scorer, but I never understood how dominant he was, bro. This nigga, yeah. this nigga won like he had like five MVPs, and I think he won like four in a row. Like, like from his rookie season 
to like his fourth year in the league. He's a or some bad like boy, bro. I was like, that's crazy. Now, mind you, I'll have to go look it up, but I'm pretty sure. Now, mind you, he played for John Wooden, right? So, yeah, you know, John Wooden's whole motto was uh, be be fast or be quick, but don't hurry, right? Right now, and you know, he ran off like 15 straight championships, some shit like that. I don't remember, but I'm a huge basketball fan, as you can see. I think John Wooden was from Indiana, so shouts out to that. Uh, that's where I'm from, so you know. But uh, what I was going to tell you about Kareem was that, like I said, they outlawed Duncan. But also, back then, they redshirted people. And who was I just listening to? Oh, it was Kenny Warren, and he was chopping it up with one of his OG basketball players from his uh, Division II championship team. And they were talking about that. And it's like, people underestimate being ready, which... I I was one of the and I, I know we probably will disagree on this, but I was so, a big fan of them banning the high school shit because nah, nah. Because, now mind you, mind you, yeah, everybody remembers Kobe, they remember T Mac, they remember KG, they remember LeBron. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers forget about Leon Smith, uh, Nabuti EB, uh, Robert Swift, uh. And, yeah, and, you know, a lot Lenny, of Lenny, go with Kwame Brown, but it's like Kwame had a really good career. It just wasn't good for a number one pick. Yeah, Len, uh, Lenny Cook. I Come on, Lenny man, Cook. Lenny Cook. I remember. I, can name, I, rem- I like I said, I was a huge basketball Dewan fan. Juan so Wagner, Martel Webster, and these different guys. That and here's the funny thing: I, I recently read like a quick study on most of these guys. You know, people like Martel Webster that. They came out, you know, right out of high school and mm-hmm. were hurt, you know, for off and on for four or five years. Mm-hmm. So you got to ask and wonder with him, Jonathan Bender, that got drafted to my Pacers right out the of Pacers, high school, yeah, mm-hmm. late 90s. Uh, he broke Michael Jordan's scoring record in the uh McDonald's game, you know. I think Jordan's mm-hmm. was 31, he put up 33 or something like that, but you know. Same with him as Martel West. He spent four or five years just hurt. Even when you look at Sean Livingston. And what's strange is, you'll notice if you really look at all their numbers, all of them come back after four or five years of being hurt to average about six or seven points a game. And depending on whether you're a big man or a smaller man, you know, you average about three or four assists and a couple rebounds. But you got to wonder if they don't spend those years being hurt. And also, you know, with a college schedule, it's lighter games, lighter travel, right? You go Mm -hmm. from playing, what, 30, about 30 games, depending on how far you go in the tournament, to playing 82, dog. And not just Mm -hmm. playing 82, you playing fucking men. And they're banging your fucking body. And People forget it ain't just 82 games. It's 82 games plus the flights and travel plus the practices. Yeah, the grind, the grind could yeah, the grind could wear you down. And um the grind could wear you down in basketball. And that's the best case I ever heard for them talking about uh, you know, players not being allowed to come from high school. It's one of the better arguments, but I still say that the reason I'm a, I'm a supporter of Basketball players being able to come out of high straight out of high school because nigga every other sport that we don't dominate that white people are in they get to go right from high school right into what they want to do and make money. So baseball players get drafted right out of high school. 
It's the same fucking grind. They get drafted, but they go to college. Or no, no, they, go they to don't. AAA. They don't have to. But they, they go, go to, to development AAA, double A. They got development. They NBA, go to development. The NBA leagues. didn't have a development league. Now they do. They got a D league Facts. now. So, so you can so you can send them the send them to the D league. See how they do. But my and, thing and, is, and hear me out. Even even on this, play them every other game. And the reason I'm telling you that is, or bring them like up on I ten day you. contracts or whatever. Hear, hear me out. Now, not a ten day contract. Guarantee them because they're young and they need that bread. They got the no potential. no no no. What I'm no but, what I'm saying is call them up like you do in the majors. Like call okay, them up facts. for like ten. Oh, okay. You saying when they ten come games? Up, come up. Yeah, call them up for like ten games. Send them back down. Send them back down. Yeah. And you're right. The NBA has more flexible rosters now. They didn't back when they made back the then, rule. And, nah. You know that was OG Davis Stern, and he built the league into what it was. So it was whatever the fuck he said. But Adam the, Silver, he uh-huh. move a little different. He don't rule with quite quite the iron fist that Davis Stern did. But I'm gonna tell you like this. Hmm. You know, play them every other game because I'm telling you, dog. Listen, study the heat. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm a fucking scientist or uh, anything like that, mm-hmm. but so. Like Julius Randle, right? Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, you know, is a number top recruit, we'll say, you know, top five in his high school class, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to Kentucky, plays what? And now, mind you, these motherfuckers is only Kyrie Irving only played 10 games in college, 11. Played 11 fucking games at Duke. Mm-hmm. Sat out the rest of it with injuries, right? Mm-hmm. Gets to Cleveland, his first two years, he only sees the floor about. What what is it? Eighty two games. So he only plays about fifty games in first two years, and really LeBron comes back to save it. Mm-hmm. And then by then his body was a little more strong. But I'm saying Julius Randle gets drafted at, right out of Kentucky, goes to the Lakers with I think the number two pick or three. Mm-hmm. But motherfucker was on the floor. I think opening night and snapped the shit and had to sit out a hole. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what people don't be talking about. That be running these kids down is the fucking AAU. What? Well, well, the yeah, AAU that, that a, run. The, the AAU is running. Is running the the young people down. It's not so much the fact that they're not strong enough. It's the fact that you're playing so much uh, uh, extra basketball. Not you know facts. what I'm saying? Just to get politically connected with different people and different teams and traveling and all of that shit like their bodies are being run down outside of their high school schedule so when they're playing high school now you go to play aau ball then you got different other leagues and shit then you got the drew league then you got this and that so by the time you go you get that money you get drafted in to get that money or whatever like that like you said like Kyrie, you're gonna spend some of your time in college hurt or by the time you make it to the league your body's wore down then you got to get on that nba grind so it's like your body's wore down with all of the basketball outside of your regular schedule. You know so what I mean? So it's not even say, necessarily, you know, I don't think it's necessarily no, a bad thing for them to come from high school to go. You're right. And it's and, and that AAU is invaluable basketball because none of them get to work on their skills. Whatever you're good at, you go out there and that's what the summertime used to be for, to improve mm-hmm. the game and to not have to, you know, play or whatever. And that's the thing. As you're playing, you really can't do a whole lot of. Even with comedy, I feel that way for myself. Mm. Meaning, up? if I if I have thirty shows, you know, in a month, mm-hmm. I can't sit down and write like I could because that time to write and develop and live mm-hmm. is spent on it's sucked up. To where it's yeah. like, oh shit, I don't have any time to write and refine my shit. So yeah. the writing and the refining is missing from the game. So you write about AAU, but mind you that AAU wouldn't matter once you hit that motherfucking 82 games. And like I said, not just 82, 
you banging with grown ass men. So again, mm-hmm. if Kyrie Irving spends the first two years hurt, he may as well be in motherfucking college. Now, now mind you, mm, let, me, nah. let me say this because I can't agree on, with let that. Me say, hold, time out. Let me let me say this because I don't want to sound like a goddamn like uh when they let Rush Limbaugh do Monday night football and shit. That that shit was short lived. He lasted about a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I, I'm not against young guys coming out and making the money, right? So two years <clears> while I would say. Cause even now it's ruined the college game because those players are literally there for, you know, maybe two or three months, you know, with Derrick Rose, where it's like, fuck that SAT, nigga. Of course I didn't take it. Yeah, no, fuck that, y'all, man. You got, y'all knew what you it got, was. <laughs> you got money on the table, bro. Y'all mm-hmm. knew y'all was a side bitch. You y'all got- knew as soon as I dunked two or three times that it, I was out of here. But anyway, nah. so, yeah, I'm glad I mentioned Derrick Rose, actually. So, again. Even with that type of catastrophic injury, he's the youngest MVP. And I mean, I wouldn't take nothing from him. Motherfucker had a 50 point game, what, last year. So it's Mm -hmm. like, and it was that shit, you know, I ain't gonna say, how do I say, not broke my heart, but nigga, I was holding back tears watching him get that 50 because I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's balling. And everybody thought he was done. But all I'm saying is, being the youngest MVP, I think clearly took a toll on his body. And you got to wonder, maybe if we slow that process down and going back to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar where you redshirt them a year, let them sit and practice and learn a little bit, and then, you know, say, all right, you know, you can come out the next year. And I, let me say this before I forget. People forget that the argument against the NBA wasn't against the high school players. The argument was at the time, I think they only had 12 roster spots. And the argument was, you know, now mind you, Kendrick Perkins, big bitch ass. I shouldn't say bitch ass because he might listen. He might kick my motherfucking ass. Uh, Mm -hmm. Kendrick Perkins, big uh, non-scoring ass, (laughs) Mm. came straight out of high school. And the next year, David Stern banned it. The argument (laughs) was, why should we have basically a child on our roster whose game is unrefined? who can't come in the game and give us anything if he's not hurt, but also that you're taking up a space from a veteran and you're pushing a veteran out who could maybe help us in an emergency. You know, Charles Oakley was OG around that time, and I think he had said some things about the babies and how it had became basically fucking babysitting to where, you know, Charles mm-hmm. Oakley was OG at the time, but it, he wasn't what he was with the, you know, Bulls or the whoever else, but he could still come in and hit that baseline 15-footer for you in clutch or maybe make some free throws. But Mm -hmm. at the time, my Pacers, they called us the baby Pacers. We had uh, Al Harrington straight out, who turned out to be a really good player. From Jersey. And Bender, that again, you got to wonder, because like I said, even with Sean Livingston, catastrophic injury, straight out of high school. Yeah, but my thing is, my thing is, yo, they had a catastrophic injuries no matter how unfortunate, but they was getting paid with those catastrophic injuries. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But you got to wonder, is, if you're, you're gonna, not pushing their body that young, maybe look, they... It's the, it's the maybe other Maybe they don't. Trust me, it's the other shit. It's the shit before they even get there that's wearing their body down. Because, no, like you said, you. Kyrie like Kyrie took the two years off. You're saying he, 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 he was better off in college. Not necessarily, because... He's getting they, paid. The, the, the two, he's getting paid. One, those injuries could have happened in college, which would have fucked him. Would have fucked his his uh 
his draft position, all of that shit, right? So he's getting yeah. paid for the two years. Then who's to say that the two years rest or the rest that he's taking off in the NBA wasn't the rest he needed this whole time? Because all leading up to the NBA, he's playing ball. Them niggas don't Not ever fact. really get a chance to, to rest. So the, but like the I injuries, said, I'm more with the, the, the Charles the Oakley NBA, end rather, of the bench mentality of nah, I can that. do the job. Why am I being pushed out by yeah, someone who because you old who, nigga and who you got, is just you got, sitting there? They you, can't. It's like a young bitch that can't cook. Of like, motherfucker, you might as well nah. put her in the game or kept your old nah. wife. You know, you done switched up now. Now you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. Fuck. You know what I mean? So. I, I, I hear you, and I'm definitely not against them getting paid, because as the argument goes, you know, you can go off to war for this country. You can do a whole lot of other shit. So why not the NBA? But like I said, Man. I think people forget that the argument was not, you know, can they play? The argument was, look at all these Henry Tree Rollins and different people that were serviceable that are being them niggas was bu- them niggas So, was you, can, so you can fucking babysit. That was whack. <laughs> at least, I mean, they was like, at least like young... the post office, but what's more whack than you not playing? Yo, but it's still, but still, you got a longer future with those high school play. Like, look, some of the players that's played the last few players who's, who's had the longest longevity in the game is guys who came right out of high school. They played, nah, bro. bro. What? But 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 hear LeBron, me out. Hear me out. Okay, okay. Kevin Garnett. Hear, Carbon, Kevin hear, Garnett hear me out. Years. Hear me LeBron, out. You seventeen. Kobe's you 20. have some all-time greats, but again, J.R. Smith. You listen, know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. Listen, okay. So without using Google, without using Google, I what? Uh, me and you are sitting here. We're both on the phone, right? Uh, run off the list of uh high school greats. Go ahead. High school greats. Okay, right and out. Of high I'm school? a talent. I'm a run off the list of the motherfuckers people forget about. What you got? Kobe, Kevin Garnett, Moses Malone. Uh, fucking who is this? Like you said, Al Harrington. You got J.R. Smith that came right out of high school. Okay. You got who else? Uh, fuck. You running off greats. Now, here's an uh, argument that we could have about some of those mid-tier guys is that could they have been better, but we could always ask that. So I see the flaw in that. But yeah, uh, I can't remember any any other ones off the top of my but head. But I'm just saying, but everybody I- forgets Leon Smith. Everybody forgets Robert Swift. Everybody I, forgets uh, I don't, Lenny Cook. I don't. I, I knew Lenny Cook because Nabudi Ebi, Martel Webster. That, like I said, after Dude. spending four to five years banged up and barely hurt, they all come back to average about six or seven points. And you got to say, I think that could have been double. Because here's the thing: mm-hmm. after you've been hurt so long, confidence mm-hmm. that I think they lose a little bit. Well, yeah, which, which sure. is, uh, you know. Me and you both one of this is two broke niggas, and they both going shit. They waking up in mansions like motherfucker. I think I did all right. Yep. <laughs> My thing is like, like I said, man, you let these you let these white boys get drafted out of the you know they could get drafted right out of high school to play major league baseball. Even though they go to development league, they sometimes sit down there and 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 fucking waste away at double A and triple A ball, and they make and they make good money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I same thing. You, same thing but, with uh, same thing with motherfuckers who who drive race cars and shit. It's the same thing. They're no, able to you. make money right out of high school. Like I like, hear you, but most you, of the sports yeah, we but, do, but most of the sports we dominate. Made now, you What's are that? getting a point I ain't made. I ain't made the point about you know the white boys or whatever else. No, I'm what I'm saying, saying for I'm the saying, game and for the players, I wish a little bit so. Nah, this to me it's like to me it it, it it's 
it's, so, it's inconsequential. It's like you I just they're gonna be like there. I said, they're all still rich and they all still made the league. So I can't. Yeah, and, it, and, and plus you don't want plus. My thing is you're gonna be paying, you're gonna be paying a younger player less than you was playing a veteran anyway. So it makes oh, business well they sense have the too. veterans minimum and stuff like yeah, that. And now yeah, you, but I'm saying you, you got a point, but uh, like it's I said, like I yo, just, you old. Like we make those guys, I wonder, you know, like damn. Hmm. And then, like I said, I've also seen certain franchises where they made that pick, and it's like, whew. Now, not to say you couldn't come out of college and be bad, but it's like, yo, if you took, you know, high school competition, and then you, you know, that was what you were Bruh. thinking, and and they'd all be better. Yeah, that's another year in college. I think it should be two. Man. But look, there are two things here. One, what do you think about uh, what do you think about the NBA season, man? You think they should be doing that shit in Orlando? Um, I think <laughs> I think we kind of get into a peak of what uh, into the future of what sports is gonna be. You so you think it's gonna be this way for a while? Yeah, I think it, uh, the way that they got this shit uh all planned out and everything like that, man. I can see sports being like that. Well, at least basketball being like this for the foreseeable future. I can even see them. Uh, live streaming an audience into the game, <laughs> like like set up uh, like set up screens and let people live stream and watch from their house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. almost like you know what I mean? Like they can see us, so we can see them almost like a Zoom. Yeah, I can see that shit happening because it's, it's like I'm telling you because they literally got these motherfuckers like in some space odyssey type shit. Like but every day, every day every they got to be checked. Every day a new player test positive so i'm just Dude, going shit and, at this yo, rate you know it's, we don't know who's gonna be on the lakers the way everybody tested positive like lebron might have to wake his son up like Bronny, uh-huh. yo I need you down here come help your daddy win a chip bro they wearing rings down there that detect early signs of fucking covid yeah, I saw that. And shit, they man. and they start beeping when they get close to motherfuckers. It remind me of that. It remind me of this movie I watched where if you if with people if they got too far they went too like they had on these collars. I know went, exactly and they went what too, you're they went talking too, about. You know what I'm saying? And they went too far, then they, their heads would explode or some shit. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of some shit like that. It's like yo, that shit. I can't crazy. think of the name right now, but I know exactly you know what I'm talking about. You talking about? Yeah, it's like they said if you six feet, if you if you not more than six feet from somebody. Then yeah. it'll start beeping and shit. But you know That's what? Funny. You, I tweeted about that shit. That movie. I tweeted the title of it, the uh, uh, cover, and everything. And I can't remember right I can't now remember what that it was shit. called. But um, but yeah. But this the this the part that a lot of people ain't thinking about, right? They they going through they going through all of this for the players. I wonder what I wonder if they going if Disney has has shipped in groupies for these players. <laughs> Well, that's what Jalen Rose was kind of saying. Jalen Rose flat out said it. Jalen Rose said, look, you got the old vets. They got the families. They got the wife. They got the kids. They're at Disney World. They're going to have fun. He said, the young guys? Oh, man. Absolutely not. They're going to be miserable. Yeah. See, that's where they be blowing them knees out, out looking for the uh, groupies. The groupies, nigga. You got (laughs) to... I gotta find like look, you 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 got into the NBA to have hoes waiting for you at the motherfucking hotel. Yeah, that shit is that's funny. Hoes at the hotel. I never even thought about that. <laughs> and you know what's funny too is that it sounds like a um. Oh, you just reminded me of the ludicrous line. Why do you think it take a hoe to a hotel? hotel? Yeah, hotel everybody, even the mayor. <laughs> but uh, nah uh, 
the the plot, like the log line to this NBA season and the NBA playoffs sounds like Mortal Kombat tournament. Like, you know, 120 players were selected to meet at an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this shit sound like so like I saw today they were tweeting like off to the bubble and it's like Le- even LeBron said it. LeBron said feels like I'm going off to prison, man. Yo, fucking um UFC, they got some shit going on in mind. You of that shit from Into the Dragon. What they doing? <laughs> you know they got the fight. Oh yeah, island. yeah, yeah. I've been They're gonna be on some island UFC. off of Abu Dhabi. I don't watch it, but I heard. Yeah, I've been listening to yeah. sports talk and shit. And I'm like, yeah. oh, word? Yeah. They, they, they don't give a fuck. But I mean, yeah. when you call yourself the ultimate and extreme fighting, it's like, well, Shit, at this rate, the way they testing positive, I think they're going to call NBA Youngboy up soon. Like, fuck it. You got NBA in your name. Get your ass out here, too. There's just so many people fucking getting put off rosters. Like, I see J.R. Smith is back with LeBron and Michael Beasley. Oh, he got signed to the Lakers? Yeah, yeah, he on the Lakers. Michael Beasley, I think, went oh, I to the know. Nets. So it's a lot of people that didn't play this year getting called up like the damn NBA <laughs> reserves. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Every that's weekend a up. month. Well, there's one weekend a month, uh, one month out the year. J.R. J. Smith going to have a – they going to have Henny waiting for him at, at – uh, <laughs> Which I respect a few of the players that are, like, not coming. Like, I'm sad for my patience. I thought we had, like, a puncher's chance of maybe making the ECF with Victor Oladipo, but he's like, man, mm. it ain't even worth it. Like, Which anytime that. some people turn down it's some millions, of... I think you got to say to yourself, you know what? Maybe there is something to that of like, yeah, fuck that. But mm. yeah, man, let's let's switch gears yeah, here a little. Uh, what were we talking about earlier? We were talking about hood movies. I was talking about menaces to society because I was saying, uh, I can't believe they never turned none of that into video games, man. Oh, dog. You know, the the whole goal of the game could have been like, yo, you could have tried to make it to Atlanta with Roddy. That was the whole goal of the game. Like, yo, you know, you, you got to choose rather not to stomp old boy out, like a choose your own adventure style. Like, oh, yeah. that would that would be dope if they did bring those man. Games back if as I knew how to make game. games, which you know, every nigga growing up thought, man, I'm gonna make these games, man. I ain't seen no shit like I'm gonna make. <laughs> then none of us grew up to do it. It's like really hard to do, actually. But uh, I was saying all that to say, uh, yeah, that uh, you know, what's her name when he was moving to Atlanta with Ronnie? That was uh, Jada Pinkett, man. Yeah, well, well, man. She was fine. She was fine. fine. Uh, is or was she? Is she's she's in my like my top five, you know, formative years growing up movies. Her and fucking Jason's lyric. She had them fucking green eyes. And, yeah, man. Yeah, she was yeah, bad, man, dog. Jada was not. You know what? My favorite Jada is um is low down. Oh, she was good in that too. She, That's she my favorite. Good in that too. That's my. She always had that little. 
little but hood she, mouthy vibe about her too that was like okay yeah she like what I don't like about her now man she's like she did something to a fucking face and like she she's like a she's like a fucking statue or some shit like I don't know what the hell like I look at her and she don't she don't pop to me like she did well, back she when little, she was young she, she, she did something to her so. nah man no 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 her mom they, like her mom is is a young looking woman or whatever, but you could tell she aged gracefully. Like she left her shit alone. Jada did something okay. to herself because she looked. I can neither funny. confirm nor deny. You know what I'm saying? She like still look good to me. The only just thing look, I'm, I'm saying, just look at her face, bro. I can I'm, say I'm saying, look at her face. Is uh her with the blonde hair? I did a side by side of her and Ellen. I said, why does she look like Black Ellen all of a sudden? I'm like, is is, is Ellen looking no. like her? Or is she looking like Ellen? I don't know. She got the blonde hair, so I guess she looked like Ellen. You saying Jada look like I'll Ellen? I'll give you the side by side of her with the blonde hair, dog. Really? Listen, Ellen. Ellen look. Ellen looked like Seinfeld. To me. <laughs> Every time I you see wild. Ellen, she looks like Jerry Seinfeld. She do like every time, like when her and Jerry was on comedians and cars, bro. I'm like, she looks like Jerry. Hey, I gotta go somewhere in like, case a teacher cut my dreads off. I feel like that was the whole what? pre-pandemic thing, and then now we got real shit to worry about. No one even cares. Like, motherfucker, who give a fuck about your dreads? What the fuck? You don't remember about? the I'm little boy? Now. So the little boy got his dreads cut off by his teacher allegedly. Oh yeah, did what she did? She paid for him to have a scholarship. Yeah, there was even there was even a person. There was even a little girl that had lied about it because it had just became so popular to do. You know, go online, cry, and say you got your dreads cut, uh-huh. and then the next week you be on Ellen. He even got to go to yeah. like the oh, Grammys or some shit. Somebody took him to the Grammys. It was Gabrielle Union, wasn't it? Oh, I think yeah, it might have been yeah. the youth, and I'm going shit. I'd get my dress Yo, cut Vic- off to hang with Gabrielle Union for a night. <laughs> Yo, it's fucked. It's fucked up. But I thought of this bit right. I was like, I see. I haven't said it yet, but I was thinking about how all of these, all of these guys who lost their life, right, tragically to the police yeah. violence, right. How all of their kids, their kids got taken care of by these celebrities, like you seen Robert Streisand by George Floyd's. George Floyd's daughter, right. uh, stock in Disney, and like it was somebody else who, and then Kanye put up millions for somebody yeah. else's kid to get a college scholarship. And it was all I was like, man, after a while, man, you gonna have baby mothers start ca- calling the cops, <laughs> baby fathers, like damn, yeah, that's devious. <laughs> like, I already worth more dead than alive, that's yo. Devious. <laughs> Yo, guys, it, it, my thing is like this shit has become this shit has become Not lucrative and shit. It's the, like, damn, that's whole the problem with millions. everything. Is it that's better than child support? It always starts off noble. It starts off honest, and then the next thing you know, you know, you're getting tricked because you know you you, you fell for. It. You got too much empathy and sympathy for people, man. What happened to prayers, shit? <laughs> Nobody yeah, ever my, got fraud it with this, this I, had to return money from those. Uh, you know what? Um like all right, let me ask you a question. Did you see that situation with the um speaking of like people who may take advantage of, of a climate or a situation? Did you see that that video of the white lady who pulled the gun out Man, on the team? Absolutely. I'm glad you got into this, dog. Did you watch the yeah, whole video? Dog, I you watched, watched that the whole video? Whole video. Bruh. 
I was, I was like, when I first saw it, I saw it when she had her gun out and yeah. shit like that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, I'm thinking the chick was probably law enforcement or whatever like that or some shit because the way she's holding the gun and all of it. But I'm seeing it and I'm like, yeah, you know, they're going to be apologizing later. Then I seen the whole video. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man! I was like, all the motherfuckers was wrong. Every like the the sisters was wrong, uh, and the white well, and the white couple I mean, was wrong. I'm I'm with you on it, but I might even take it a step further or two, and I'm gonna straight up say it, man. You know, when we was coming up, there was a such thing as like, or I shouldn't put you in it, even though you're slightly older than me. You know, all we know is what our mothers and whatever whoever taught us, and they older than us. So the the, the saying when I was coming up was. You know, you act like a lady, you get treated like a lady. And motherfuckers would only mm-hmm. defend you with that, you know, protect black women and all that shit, hashtag protect black women, if you was if you was in mm-hmm. a lady's place at the time. Nowadays, mm-hmm. they want to be all outside the box and they walk around acting like dudes and then when somebody do something to them, it's time to cry. Because when I watched that yeah. video... After, you know, two or three minutes, I'm going, okay, y'all had a minor disagreement. Sound like your daughter bumped Word into up. somebody or, or somebody bumped into your daughter. Y'all she say sorry into her, or, yeah. or cuss mm-hmm. each other out and then go your separate ways. What the fuck is all this following people around yeah. with a fucking camera shit? And then, you know, as the yeah. woman's getting in her car with her husband, the woman kind of says to her, yo... I don't have any problem with you. I'm not a racist. She's yelling at her. You're a racist. Then she takes like a rock or some shit and throws it at the back of the car. Did you see that? Oh, no, I heard it. I thought she I knew she hit it with something. Maybe I'm bugging, but I know she hit the car. But to where it's like, yeah, and that's what I was trying to tell. Now you're damaging people's property. So you want to fight. Yeah, and you like instigated somebody was it. saying, yeah. you know, you probably thought you was finna jump her. That woman was trying to get the fuck away from you, but you was wilding and then trying to film her. Yeah. And then when the pistol came out, you want some type sort of help. So I'm we we gonna swing a yeah. little bit. We're gonna that's swing what a I, little bit uh you right. know to the left of what you brought up here because you brought it up. So uh and I mean I talked about this last episode a little bit. I had uh Carrie Cop dead on and we, we chopped it up a little bit about the whole, you know, hashtag protect black women because I'm laughing because I'm going, well, wait, y'all spent an entire, you know, decade talking about gender roles and denouncing gender roles and, and, you know, basically threatening us not to be toxic. And now you want some protection. Mm -hmm. Protection from who? You know, if if it's hashtag protect black women, then it's also... Hashtag feed black men. Like, what the fuck do I get out of protecting you? I'm not related to you. Right. You're not my girlfriend. You're not my wife. You're not my mother. And I think some of these women, when they get in the streets, that they forget, you know, the whole don't put your hands on women largely just applies to people you know of. Like, hey, man, it's a cold, you know, no matter how mad you get. I remember my father pulling me aside and telling me like yo you can't hit your sisters you're too big at this point you're too old and you know once i got around you know 12 13 ish hey none of that i don't want to see none of that from you and he told me you beat them up i'm gonna beat you up but the second part Mm -hmm. of that he also told me you know hey at a certain point he told them he's bigger than you he's stronger than you 
if I see you antagonizing him, you know, I'm going to let him get at you. And that's the part I feel like a lot of these girls forget in all these videos I'm watching. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the eight ball jacket man. Remember him on the train? Yep. And I mean, for those of you listening, just Google YouTube eight ball jacket man. That's been seen a million times. I think about the Cleveland bus driver. And I mean, with the eight ball jacket man, the girl hit him with a shoe. And I mean, he turned around and mm-hmm. smacked the life out of her. And it was just like, yeah, you're not supposed to hit this dude. Like, yeah, he's not supposed to hit you in a perfect world. The world ain't perfect. You out here fucking with strangers, mm-hmm. you know. Your brother probably wouldn't have smited you like that. But a random nigga on the train in an eight ball jacket? Come on. Didn't even remember the Cleveland bus driver, but that's, right? That's where I'm... Yeah. But yo, the uppercut, he threw he threw a perfect uppercut on that motherfucker. Like that shit was pit that shit was like they could right. but, but like, I can't Are remember to, Oh, oh that hey, video. I, I watched it one she night. Threw, uh, Street Fighter remix. And the reason I watched it was let me let me run this story by you real quick. Oh, they did it? They Dog, actually, they did oh, they everything. Did, they actually uh, did that? There's one of like, you know, the sonic uh, rings and how they fall out. But it was a perfect uh, they they yeah. did that when she fell. They yeah, did that's the sonic funny. rings. Uh, they put the Street Fighter graphics to where the Cleveland bus driver had like a life bar. And then she had a nice. life bar. And then when she bounced, they put like, <laughs> and they were like, Cleveland uh, bus driver uh, wins. I watched all of them, but yeah, I'll that tell you, uh, you know, quick story. And I mean, this is early pandemic. So this may, be, may have been, been around the end of March, right? Don't ask me why, but I go in the hood McDonald's up in Harlem, Spanish Harlem to be particular. So, you know, over near Third Avenue and 116th, right? So now I, I knew going in like, yo, it's pandemic. This is risky, but fuck it. I was hungry and I needed the burger. So I go in. Long story short, it's a young girl talking on her phone. When I say young, I mean about so anywhere from about 17 to about 22-ish or so, right? Now, mind you, mm-hmm. all things considered, you know, I'm very aware, I guess, as a comic and observational. She was young, kind of cutish in her prime. And, you know, that's the age where all young girls feel like every guy that sees them out of bow. And the fact that, you know, every guy that they're meeting at that age wants them. They're young, they hot, they ain't got no stretch marks yet. So they're Work. arrogant as fuck. Anyway, long story short. You know, the girl starts talking on her phone and she's talking loudly. We all got on masks. We all social distancing. The guy, you know, at the counter goes, hey, you know, next person come up. So I say to her, you know, very politely, like, yo, you know, step forward. She doesn't say nothing. She's still running her mouth on the phone, you know, yik yakking. And I say it again, like, hey, you know, he says, move forward. Finally. You know, I just step around it because fuck it. You doing all that talking, you ain't that damn hungry. So as I'm stepping around her, she gets pissed. Well, where you going, motherfucker? And by then, I'm already ordered. So now she's going off. This motherfucker, I know he saw me, motherfucker, nigga, this bitch that told me suck her dick and all that. I'm going, suck your dick. Hold on now. Then it became, mm-hmm. oh, I wasn't responding to none of it because I realized, like, yo, you out of pocket, whatever. You'll shut up eventually. 
Then, you know, suck my dick, elevate. Right. She's stepping in my face and I'm going, yo, it's a pandemic. Back up. What are you doing? Like, they clearly told you not to be close to people. Suck my dick, nigga. You a bitch. You a pussy. You a this. Then it elevates because I'm not responding. She goes, hit me. Now, mind you, I'm looking at her as she's saying, hit me. Bro, she got the phone in one hand mm-hmm. and like a bag or something else in the other hand. And I'm thinking, who, like, your chin wide open. What are you doing? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just funny. I wound up laughing with her and get my food and leaving. And eventually she just left. She didn't even order. It was like, I think you just came in there to challenge a man. And it's like, yo, like, who's raising them type shit? Because you see these videos. They raising, you know. Go ahead. They- they're raising them. They're raising them to not expect any type of repercussions for anything they say or do. That's all it comes Frank. down to. It's like, it all has to do. It all. It all boils down to no matter what debate we get into, a discussion you ever get into when it comes to men and women, women do not take accountability. Period. They don't want accountability and they don't take accountability. So. Just like I was trying to, I was trying to say about the situation with the with, with the, gun. the first thing with the lady with the gun, right? I'm watching that video and I'm seeing, I'm watching this that white lady, her whole body language said, "I have a gun." <laughs> like if when you watch, but yeah, before yes, you if you watch her right hand, her right hand is at her waist the entire time. She's talking to them hmm. with her left hand. I'm like, she's her whole body language and how she's talking and how she's moving away from them. If if you're a man, if a man was standing there, he'd be like, yo, would y'all shut the fuck up? And leave that lady alone. You know well, what I'm saying? Because she was she there. clearly he did kind of try to defuse it by just being like, no, I'm talking about not, not I ain't talking about I ain't talking about I ain't talking about the, the husband. I'm talking about uh, if okay. one of us was there, like a black, another right. black man standing there watching this go down. He would have like I would have told him, yo, shut the fuck up. She got a gun. Cause her whole body language was like, I have mm-hmm. a weapon. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she the, the the ladies, the sisters had already threatened them. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, I'm all with the cursing out. You hit you ran into my daughter. You ain't say sorry. Fuck you, bitch. Blah 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 blah. All right, cool. The moment she said, I'll fuck you up and mm-hmm. I fuck her up, I'm like, you wrote a check your ass couldn't cash. Because now you don't know what's on the other side with that other person. It's almost like what they be talking about with a uh, road yeah. rage. It's like motherfuckers who be road rage and they run up on somebody's car and a motherfucker got a gun right. waiting on them. Now he pops them. It's like, yo, you you yo, you wrote a check your ass couldn't cash. You ran up and it now the situation got elevated to something you wasn't prepared for. It's the same thing that right. happened with them two ladies. It's like now she pulls the gun out. Now you pull out. She, this the dumbest. This the funniest shit about it. She pulled her gun out and then she pulled out right. her cell phone. It's like what the fuck? Like you don't even understand warfare. Like, <laughs> and it's and that's what shit has become to right now. It's like like you said about the girl with a chin wide open. It's like bitch, you bought a phone to a gunfight. Yeah, she was just so like she pulled a gun out. You pulled like, out a cell phone. It's well, like, that's why I'm saying even with the you know Cleveland you? bus driver and shit to where. Like I said, you know, he gave that little girl every chance he could give her. He was like, hey, hey, you know. And here's the thing I don't think people get about public servants. And when I say public service, I mean, you know, bus drivers and shit. And when I first moved to New York, the amount of signs they have on the buses and trains, hey, 
seven years, it's a felony. Do not assault, you know, your drivers or any of your workers. I'm going, well, why do they have right. these fucking signs everywhere? You know, they're so big. I'm going, I wasn't thinking about it, but, but after you see 50 signs that say it, then you're like, well, shit, maybe I should. But now that I've been here long enough, I'm on the other side of like, I read those signs and think, well, who wouldn't want to assault them the way these people act? And, you know, they get hit with locks and mm-hmm. people throw pee on them and shit. And there, a lot of them are mm-hmm. up to the point of damn near being traumatized by the public. And one thing mm-hmm. I noticed when I'm on there is that a lot of these, if I'm being particular, I say a lot of young black, they look to get their shit off. What, whatever angst they got with the world. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, the way mm-hmm. I roll and the way my mind works is, yeah, a lot of y'all lack, you know, black male uh, role models in, in your home, but I always look at it like this. Your mama picked them niggas, so whatever issues you got with men, you really need to take up with her because she chose them niggas. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have acted better, but they probably wasn't acting better when she picked them, so you know, a lot of it I just yeah. see is them rejecting to... black male figures because, like I said, with the eight ball jacket man, with the uh, Cleveland yeah. bus driver, the way, like I said, he gave that little girl every chance. And I can't remember if she spit on him or if she hit him, but it was like, well, lights out now. And you... Yeah, the, 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 thing about, the thing about this whole protect black women hashtag that's hilarious to me is that they, they, they this is what I always say is like the our our um our ideas or our voices or opinions as black men are not are not valued. That's yeah, it's the first thing. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because because protect black protect black women starts with you actually well, listening fact. to us. What I see what what I see with what I see a lot of times with a lot of our sisters is that they want uh, we they want us to be lap yes. dogs meaning you want they you want us to just fight for you and you want us to just fuck you and if we got money spend money on you but if we say anything to you we have no, don't say shit to me you know what i mean don't say shit to me i ain't got nothing to say who are you to tell me blah 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 blah, blah. it's like our voices aren't you know our voices our opinions our guidance that we can give you like all of them claim they want to be led but the moment you open your mouth to go hey i don't think you should do that who the fuck are you, nigga? You ain't my yeah, fucking nigga. Right. And that's all what right. I'm saying. Because like, with the, right. you know, you know the one who right, got bro. the uh hashtag popping, uh, what's his name? Um, what's what's the guy? The Skeeter Mills or whatever that was out of Harlem and hit the girl with the skateboard or whatever. Oh man, he not absolutely death, and people miss that point to where you know life is complicated. It's two things, you know. One he needs to be beaten. He needs to be jailed. He deserved whatever the fuck happened to him. Two, as I watched the video, right. I'm saying to myself, yo, shorty, why you outside with the goons at at what looks like midnight? And then not only, not midnight, only that, yeah. but number three, if you're going to be outside with the goons, absolutely don't call one of them a pussy. And then I, you mm-hmm. know, was saying that to, you know, a girl, and she was like, nah, niggas get called pussy every day. And I'm going, so you fighting for your right to call niggas pussy. So they want us to clean up the milk after it's been spilled. And it's like, I'm trying to tell you not to spill the motherfucking milk to where it's mm-hmm. like, no, don't because be they, out be- that late with goons. And if you do, do not yeah, but- call them a pussy. Yeah. 
but this is the thing. This is what this whole new culture is all about. When when it's like we can do whatever we want. It's all it, like se- like account self accountability or whatever. If we if you bring that up, that's right. So where it's, it's like, like it's nah, not vic- it's I'm not, trying to it's keep not your victim blaming. Safe. You're not you're uh, safe and alive because it's like you you shouldn't you take all of the responsibility from yourself and you put your life in somebody else's right. hand. Like oh they should they should know not to do blah 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 blah. It's like no, you don't understand. There's scumbags yeah. out there. Just like when they just like when like for instance like if we say. Like, if I tell my daughters, right, or I tell my sisters, my youngest sisters, hey, you know, you shouldn't walk down this block, you shouldn't blah, 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 out, you shouldn't be out, like you just said, you shouldn't be out late with the nigga, look, and you the only girl in a group of niggas, you shouldn't blah, 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 because something bad can happen to you. Now, you say right. that as a man to to other women in your life, and they and they look at you like, I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want. It's These niggas know better. It's like, no, dummy. It's like, no, dummy. Something bad can happen to you like that. You have to watch out for your own Whatever. And I remember I was talking to I was talking to my wife one day and I was like, you know how like they bringing up all of this stuff, like, you know, about how, you know, men shouldn't do this. And, you know, when you talk, when you're talking about sexual assault yeah. and making women feel uncomfortable and all of this stuff. And I told my wife one day, I said, you know, who don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Nah, that's Rapist. <laughs> I said, rapists don't give a fuck about none of that it shit you talk. I said, because if they gonna rape you, that's what they gonna yeah. do. I said, you just got scumbags out here in this world. You know, they try like, to none of none of those social landmines gonna they make try anything to blame to it on art and shit. And it's like, well, you know, what what nah, rap music man. was Christopher Listen. Columbus listening to when he did all that shit he did? So, so yeah, this shit is annoying because, like I it's said, man, in the best way, you know. I, I I can only tell you to be more safe. Like you know, in finances, what is it called? Risk management or risk assessment? The way you have to manage right. the risk. I'll tell you a real quick story, <laughs> which is funny, is that I'm telling you all these stories about food places. But anyway, long story short, I'm up here in Harlem. Uh wanted to go get some Amy Roofs, which is a dope soul food spot in New York or in Harlem, if y'all listening. Uh anyhow, I go, I pull up to the door, whatever, I get out or whatever, I go in. And it's four thugs in front of me. And when I say thugs, they got the sagging pants. They're not wearing masks. All of that, right? So, right. You know, That's funny how not wearing a mask now, it goes right in the category. No, 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 no. You're thug. not hearing me out. That's hilarious. The sagging pants was the first clue of, like, I'm seeing their whole ass for absolutely no reason. <laughs> no, I heard that. I, I get, I get that. I'm talking about how you said... They, like usually when niggas be, describe thugs, they be like, you know, they had the sagging pants, the bubble Tim's, you know the shit. You went, you went sagging pants. They ain't wearing I, no mask. Okay, it's like, I, it's like not I wearing no went, mask. Is I could right went a little this. deeper. It falls right I under went this a little too. deeper. And That's hilarious. The, the sagging pants, the ass was out, no mask. They had the white tees on. It was the whole nine. The Air Forces, the, the Uptowns, as the New Yorkers call them. Yeah. The, anyway. <laughs> The no mask is the is the is the worst thing well, out of well, all the that. Reason, and, and, now, mind you, that's <laughs> the deadly disease. Yeah, and nigga ain't never caught a disease from a white tee, but uh, but uh, yeah. So I go in behind them. Now, mind you, it's a sign on the door say five people only, right? You know, five at a time. Right. Due to the Rona, we social distancing. So anyway, <clears> I go in behind them and. As I go in behind them, there's this one black lady comes and gets between us. She's older, right? So, you know, four 
then her, then me. Long story short, it says five on the door. I'm already going, well, it's six people plus the staff. Anyway, the staff got a, one of the older black ladies comes out the back and kind of tells them mm -hmm. like, hey, 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 I know what y'all do out there in the streets. This ain't none of that. Listen, I need you to put your mask on. It means don't have it in your pocket. Don't have it, you know, hanging off your face. I need it to be on your face. If you need a mask, I got a mask. And I mean, you know, older black lady. So she's speaking mm -hmm. to them in, in a very motherly tone. So a few of them, you right. know, did. A few of them didn't. You know, they yelling in the phones and whatnot. And it's just like, oh, shit. Because I realized after about five minutes, and you done fucked up. You know, they yelling in phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up in Amy Roos. What, what you want, son? And all that shit. So... Long story mm. short, there was a security guard that was letting people in. He was in charge of that. So he's turning away mm -hmm. some people, but the thugs kept multiplying. They started off as four, then another one came in. Now, mind you, as they're coming in, they're not wearing masks, they're not following none of the rules, and they're cutting people, and that's what was getting me tight. So one of them cuts, and I go, okay, whatever, I guess. Then another one comes, and I'm thinking, hold on, this sign say five people. It's now like eight people in here. Finally, two more come. They get behind me. By then, it's one more dude behind me. So now it's like nine people in here, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this dude doing? This There's a security guard here. So I kind of make the mindset of, like, yo, I'm not tolerating this shit no more. I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. You know, what the fuck? So I say, one more time, I ain't going to be no hoe today. So two more of them come in and they stand behind the dude who's behind me for like two seconds, right? They do that thing where they're looking around and mm -hmm. then they just walk past us and walk right to the front. So now it's like eight thugs in front of me and I go, uh, uh yo, I know y'all see this line right here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Man, I don't <laughs> know how hungry I was to say that shit. So Talk about risk assessment. They all start to grumble and kind of look back like, yo, whose man's is this? So now I had to think fast. It was that old black lady was in front of me. I said, I'm just saying, y'all see the sister right here? Like, hey, come on. <laughs> so I used her as a prop. <laughs> then I, they started whispering and shit. And the one who had just cut me, he had all the tattoos on his face. Like, this nigga had his criminal record written on his face in tattoos. Yeah, he so, give a I did the assessment. Fuck. I said, hey, bro, you only like 5'5". Five, five. I said, you've been jumped before. You know what this feel like. I went ahead and looked over at security because <laughs> I was like, well, this motherfucker got my back. He's 6'4", older black guy. Right as I looked at him, I realized, oh, shit, he's scared. <laughs> I said, <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. Let me get up out of here. So I said, fuck this. Oh, I'm going to go and get out of here because I said, there's only two choices here. You know, either tuck your tail and run straight out or act crazy. Because <laughs> they was whispering to each other. So I said, let me get the fuck out of here. I walked out. As I walked out, <laughs> the security guard comes outside and goes, yo, my brother, sorry about all that. And I'm thinking, hey, shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> you ain't saying that when they was cutting, you, motherfucker. You. <laughs> so, yeah. You you call him a bitch ass motherfucker. And you hey get hey hey! Listen, like I said, the one tattoo face, That's the tattoo face had his whole criminal record written on his goddamn face. I said, hey, oh, man, I'm getting the fuck hilarious. up out of here, dog. But I said all that to say is just saying with some of these girls in some of these situations, 
but you understood it's consequence. risk assessment. So you got to sometimes yeah. keep the scenario. Like I said, one of these girls was telling me, well, you know, with Skeet and Mills, you know, I said, well, she called the man a pussy. I said, I'm not justifying it. He is a pussy. He deserves whatever the fuck he got coming. But I said, as a woman, you should not be in the streets at night calling goons pussies. Like, I wouldn't call that nigga mm-hmm. a pussy. So why are you? So, you know, and then right. hell, niggas get called a pussy every day, B, and it's like, come on, fam. Yeah, but but, yeah, but niggas get called pussy if they get called that by another man, that man understands that I either got to fight now, like yeah, you said, with consequences. Run. I know that I know there's consequences so, coming. It's like you, they, like, like women in general act like white men a little bit. Like they figure, they figure like I could do whatever the fuck I want, and ain't they don't have any power, so it's and a it's little like, bit different. But I feel you. No, I'm just saying this whole feel of nah, yeah, no yeah, consequences. Yeah. Well, like it's I said, like, they're different because they don't have no power. to whatever. Yeah, Meaning I, they don't I run guess, a production but, company. Weinstein runs a production company. So. Yeah, right, but yeah, but they also have, but they have the system behind them. They just want to be able to call you a pussy and stand there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, but chicks, but chicks got, they have the system behind them. A little bit, yeah. So not only do they have the system behind them, they also have public facts. So no matter what she do, if you do do what old what dumbass did with the skateboard, now everyone's not gonna see what she said. They're gonna not see what fact. he did. They're gonna see the reaction. J- just like just like if your girl start punching you in the face and scratch you, and all you do is push her, and right. she fall over the couch. Now you going to jail because you assaulted her. But it's like nobody sees that she punched nah. you in the face. You know that I took a bunch of punches to the face, and I got scratches. I got this and I got that. Being a gentleman, right. you know what I'm saying. So. It is. It's like they have, <laughs> they they're like the white men of the mm, gender. <laughs> that's because like, you know. Uh, I'm gonna say whatever the fuck the, I want. What's the dude? The stupid dude from the root, not the root, but very smart brothers that wrote that. Very smart brother. Oh, I hate, I hate that, that fucking article, bro. Article about uh, dumbass what was article. The article about it said uh, the headline. Black men or the white yeah, men. Yeah, that's why as you're saying that, I'm like, people. nah. But I'm like, that is the not dumbest exactly, shit. exactly, because they don't have any fucking dumbest power. Dumbest shit so. in the world, yo. But uh, I'll, I'll say, that say this, world. and then we'll put a button on that one. But yeah, like I said, I just was trying to get, you know, some of these girls to understand, you know, the protection is in prevention, you know. You, you can't say, well, cure cancer. Don't smoke cigarettes. You have to prevent lung cancer. You can't smoke, mm-hmm. you know, cigarettes every day, you know, chain smoke and then say, you know, protect black lungs. It's like, no, don't get black lungs. Lung, so, and yeah. that's what makes me laugh, you know, even going all the way back to R. Kelly to where, you know, that was the hashtag that was used. And it's like, how are you blaming this on us? We told y'all this motherfucker was mm-hmm. disgusting when that video came out. And I sure in the fuck ain't taking Man, no listen. blame for the P-tape. I was 15 I myself. Listen, I... So what the fuck was I supposed to do I... about you getting pissed on at 15? I remember when this whole shit was popping, right? Uh, about less than a year ago. I was at Essence. So this whole shit with R. Kelly was jumping. And I went on stage and I was like... I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, when that tape came out, I was 17 years old, right? About 17 or something at the time, 17, 18. I was like, I said, to be honest with you. I said, no, no, no 16, you know, because they were all talking about yeah. protect black women then. I was like, 
I said, no 16-year-old black girl ever had a problem telling me no. <laughs> I, said, I said, but you ain't got no hits. I said, I mean, I, no, what I'm saying, no, but what I'm saying is like, no, but the whole argument was these girls are children. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't yeah, know, like yeah, they yeah, were yeah, being facts, swindled. Facts. It's like, hold up, 16-year-old black women, black girls, excuse me, not women, but black girls yeah. ain't had no problem telling a nigga no back in the day. I said, and then I remember those same girls being 17, 16, and 18 shaming me for being 16, 17, and not having right. shit. And them having 23, 24, and 25-year-old boyfriends. And then when you were asking me, like, yo, ain't that nigga too old for you? They'd be like, man, get the fuck out of here. Get your like broke said, ass out of here. Ain't you nothing know. you can do for me. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, like I remember we got in a debate. It's me and Sam J got in a debate at the cellar about this. We, me, her, Eagle. We was all talking. We had a great, great debate, man. It was great. And I brought that shit up. I was like, yo, I said, we did try to protect y'all, but y'all don't want to listen to us. I said, look, like when you would tell a sister back in the day, like, yo, man, that nigga too old for you. Nah, They'd be like, tell yo, mind your, f-. they'd be like, yo, mind your fucking business. It's like, all right, I mind my business. Now years go on. It don't turn out to be what you wanted to be. Now it's, oh, we will manipulate it. I mean, well, like I said, that's why the, the super phoniness was, you know, okay, that generation did somewhat allow him the easy pass to just keep doing it and they kept fucking with his music. But like I said, I hate that they point the finger at us because like you said, you were 17. Hell, I was like 14, 15. So it was like, whatever, you know, I guess whatever the adults say. The adults weren't very adult-like, though, and they handled it differently. But yeah, but, but hold on, let me let, let but, me bring this full circle, though, because I, I want to say but this. But I'm just saying, that was a... That that was, what yeah. annoyed me so much was that, you know, phonies like Chance the Rapper did you know, the show or whatever after making songs with him and so did Lady Gaga and it's like, you made that song in 2011, nigga. You knew. How are you sitting here? You know, oh, well, I should have never done that. You Shit, fucking he, think? He probably, now introduced, he probably introduced them to some girls. You know, now that it's a hashtag, yeah. all of a sudden you're on the train. So to me, true bravery, now, you have to say it before. I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not a he, fan of this. He, I'm the he, 75th yeah. person to say something's wrong shit. Nah, fuck, fuck, fuck all that. I'm gonna tell you somebody who's worse than that nigga, cause you know Chance is from Chicago, yeah. right? Somebody that's worse than that nigga that had something to say about this shit was uh Louis Farrakhan. Oh. He mm. was worse, cause the head of the NOI is right there in Chicago, nigga. He in Chicago in those neighborhoods. If you talk to like anybody that's from Chicago, like you talk to Mimi. Mimi said she remembers stories and people talking about R. Kelly going by the high school trying to pick yeah. young girls up and shit like that. Now this happening right in your hood, Louis Farrakhan. This happening right in Louis Farrakhan's hood. <laughs> and then he comes out, nigga, they right there in Chicago. The the, the NOI, so, the FOI, hear, hear, hear right here in Chicago. It's your back, it's your backyard. He right there okay. in your hood. So after this, when all this shit came out, I think he came out, he did a speech or some shit about. Black men, we need to stand up. Nigga, this is right here, right in the headquarters. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, well, he was busy looking for the he like, was busy you... looking for the white devils, not the black ones. So <laughs> man, fuck out of here, man. You can't say shit. You can't say shit to me. And this nigga was picking up young girls right in your you know, own backyard. I, I hear man. you. That's I why, hey, you. listen, this, you're gonna find this hilarious. An African dude tried to say something to me about, you know, protect black women. And I said, nigga, Boko Haram is African. So until you get Boko Haram uh-huh. to bring back our girls, you shut the fuck up about what we doing. But uh, I said Word I had up. to say, uh, you know, as we talk about this in the double standards, 
we talked started talking about Jada Pinkett and just how funny everybody like August I seen it was a joke and it's just like nigga I don't know what you thought you was finna get for coming out here other than a bunch of memes of like this is mm-hmm. just fucking funny <laughs> like he's literally the dude in yeah. the Carl Thomas video right you know I, I wish I never met her when the motherfucker was, was saying you oh, know shit. she chose yeah, yeah, to yeah, stay yeah. with the family and it's like what you thought was finna happen Thought, motherfucker. Talk about yeah. simping, bro. Yeah, but see, <laughs> that nigga, yo, yeah, he's definitely a simp. But that nigga only like twenty seven, man. He like mad young in the game. And if he, and if this whole affair was going on as long as he's saying it was, then that means he was in his early twenties, which means he was a kid. Like he was like a real kid. He's a kid, like you said, giving the keys hey, to a Ferrari. This nigga was giving the keys to, to a sixty five Lincoln with the suicide hey. doors. It's like he ain't right. know what the fuck he was Let doing. Let me tell you that. this though. That situation was completely sophisticated. If you old enough to go to the NBA and get your motherfucking knees blown out, then you old enough to go to Jada's house and get your black back blown out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what happened to him out there. If anything, he need to be charging niggas to smell his fingers. So fuck him, you know. That's Which I'm, it, I'm laughing because everybody, I like I said, you know, all the women got to laughing, and I think I wrote this shit on Twitter. Just like, the fuck is y'all laughing for? You know, even if he is a cuck, will at least at least he know about the shit. Y'all y'all be side bitches for years, and at least he got the option to join in. Y'all side mm-hmm. bitches, yo, will that's is in the dark. The will, uh. I don't know, man. I can't. I can't listen to another Will Smith uh, motivational speech now. <laughs> I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. It's like, nigga, you couldn't motivate an orgasm out of Jada. You can't motivate me to do hilarious. Like I was listening to this. I was listening to this BJ the Chicago Kids song, yeah. right? And in his song, I think it's called um, "Dreams" or some shit like that. But anyway, in the song, he has Will Smith. The whole song is Will Smith's speech about. Uh, you know, some motivational yeah. shit, right? And about dreaming and, and all like, going for your goals, you know, the average Will Smith shit. And bro, I had to cut the fucking song off. Like the song lost so much, <laughs> <laughs> so much feeling for me. I'm like, this <laughs> like I I could see, like, my thing is I think he was compensating with all this extra positive shit, knowing his wife getting dicked down by the, a 21 year old the motivational speech in his house. For him. It was for yeah, up so he don't go insane. Like, Let me so get my ass up. But, but again, you know, that, that's funny because you said it ruined some of his movies. Now I'm thinking about Gemini Man where, where it's like both y'all motherfuckers need to be looking for your wife. <laughs> but yeah. uh, nah, Yo, I, I, I think my... it's kind of funny because people always take the extreme sides, right? To where it's like, you know, let's say I believe August Alcina, which I, I don't necessarily believe him. I think he's exaggerating a little bit, but uh, nah, I think I think. But I'm saying, if she gets a half side hose, then so does Will. And then that's what yeah. makes me laugh about it is, is no. you know, <laughs> or or maybe me, not. Nah, hell no. Nah. Come on, bro. That's a two way street. Ain't no man signing up for that kind of Yo, shit. Nigga, you don't know what the fuck a nigga signed up for. You listen, life is strange. So listen, fiction. I think y'all think Will's softer than what he is. So. I hated the uh, opinion of, and I mean, this is, you know, obviously you get into Twitter and black Twitter to where 
people had this bad habit of comparing themselves to celebrities, you know. Me and my wife would never. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's because you you need her half the rent, motherfucker. So now, nah, y'all can't bring a third motherfucker in. Mm-hmm. Actually, you might want to split that rent three ways. But it's like, nah, they're mm-hmm. fucking famous. They're celebrities. They don't live like you. But everybody wants to feel like they do. And you can tell because anytime they get in trouble, people start comparing them to themselves, you know, like Future and Russell Wilson or whatever with Sierra to where it's like, listen, he's got nine kids he don't work for goddamn ups he can have nine kids right you know and then Mm -hmm. people will be like if my baby's daddy ever and it's like does your baby's daddy ever been nominated for a grammy then shut the fuck up this ain't nothing like that (laughs) and then sierra got grammys herself so it's like even if future never did a damn thing you ain't even got no talent straight so, yeah, right. people had that bad habit. Oh, you know, me and my wife would never. Well, are you in, you know, shooting a film on location in Brazil for three months? Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, fuck nah, up. you yeah. and her get, both get off at six every night and catch the damn yeah. bus together. Shut the fuck up with that. No, my love stronger. I think, I think fucking, this is what I think about because. I watched like one or two of them red table talks and I, I really starting to think like Jada, I think Jada runs that relationship and I don't think Will is like really the man of his house. Like when I watch, like nah, I'm dead I'm ass, yo. Like, and it has nothing to do with his persona as a soft guy, whatever. Cause I remember like, I remember like Will's been a 20 million a movie nigga since the nineties. Okay. Right. And I think Jada treats Will like, I think Will probably thinks within himself, or it's probably got to be a self-conscious thing. I think Jada treated Will, or she acts like like she settled for Will. You understand what I'm saying? Like, because sometimes, like, I remember it was something that stuck out, like, I I heard it, but now it really resonates with all this shit coming coming out. It's like, he, he got into this thing, he was telling this story about how he was working, he was working a lot, and he was like getting these movies, he was making a lot of money. He was like at the peak of he was at like at the peak okay. of his stardom. And he was making all that money, and then he like bought the house that they did yeah. the show in. He bought that house. And he said, and his wife wasn't feeling right, she wasn't feeling good, and all of this stuff. He said, I did all of this for you. I bought yeah. this house. And all that she like and she like, you did that for you. Right. You know what I mean? This ain't for me, blah blah blah. And like he sat there, and he was like, "Oh, you know, uh, she's right, and all this shit." And now I'm thinking about this shit. Now that I know that another nigga been knocking your woman down, it's like, no, nigga, like <laughs> you, like Will Smith is a simp. It's like, no, motherfucker, you bought like that. Sounds just like an ungrateful chick. It's like, yo, I've been busting my ass. I'm the biggest movie star in the world right now, and you gonna sit here and take everything that I work for and throw it in my face? Like, no, this is selfish. Yeah. Thing? It's like, oh, like, and then his, then his kids, the way they yeah, act, I'm they like, no. good. They to Yo, me bro. still positive nah. black family, hold it down. No, nah, they nah, married. Nah, nah. They got fuck two all that. beautiful kids. Fuck all that. Listen, listen. So fuck all l- that. L- let's say yeah, I'm like, explore. Yo, if you took, if you took, hold up, hold up, hold up. If you took their same behavior, the same everything that's going on right now with them, like you just said, people compare them. I right, take away all their fame, take away all they whatever. I'm just talking about them What's as it? people. And interaction, bruh, outside of them being famous, that shit ain't normal. 
what? You know what I'm saying? That shit is not normal. No, that, that shit is a facade too. No, I think that, so. I'm I think they stress that, free. That's like so again. I think that's a comparing. Coping, that's a coping mechanism. Comparing, he said it's a coping Cope. mechanism. It's, it's all that a front. That's a They're coping miserable. mechanism. That's almost like that's almost like them. That's almost like them bitches that be like, "I'm single so listen, by choice." Hilarious. Sure you are. So you think it's like no? You, you think ain't. they're projecting like, no. a little, but. Here's here's Hell what I'm yeah. saying. But what I'm saying, that, what I'm saying is, I think will are we that uh, opposed to a happy black family that we're like they're pretending? I I believe them. I, I think it's all authentic. I think she's a beautiful. Nah, I think that. she's a beautiful think, boss bitch, and and will accept things how? that maybe he wouldn't accept. But so listen, what is what is boss so about Jada Pink? I'm, I'm gonna tell you two things. One is. She got her own career and shit. She's a little like, like doing what? Sierra, setting it off. You seen the damn movie? She the Bruh. only one survived. Doing what, bro? Speaking of video games, Listen, that's one I would want to play. Will been bus. Will bussing. Will been bussing his ass since the mid nineties, bro. She yeah. He supported this goofy chick. When she wanted to be I a mean, punk rocker, was, with that oh, you silly! I had forgot about like that. she wasn't do. Yeah, she was doing dumb shit. Like she was doing dumb shit, trying to find herself, and he was sitting there supporting. But that's why I said, you know, with her with badass decisions, I, she don't do shit. Dog, she, like she, she got her own career. career. Come on, like I said, doing like I what? Just said about name a Jada. Name a Jada Pinkett People movie. act like Sierra. Name a Jada People Pinkett. People act like Sierra work at the post office. She don't. She's a bro. Name a Jada Pinkett. Name a major Jada Pinkett movie that she was in. Like I said, set it off a class recently. Bro. It might not be major. Listen, listen. Let me, bro, let me speak. The last movie Will, I seen Will her was, in, she got Will killed. Will was bigger. Somebody Will shot was her. bigger. That's fair. But was he's yes, been bigger? Fair, but she was in the Matrix. She's a big movie star herself. So here, here, and bro, she had a she had a spot role. I know in the that Matrix, next bro. red Come table talk. Which, by the way, I was impressed she got Snoop on there because it's like, isn't he a crip? Isn't this against everything that he believes? <laughs> a red table, man. And they had he had uh, the apology so sweater and on they, the uh, he, the apology sweater he had on on, and it was red, and it was just like, what is going on? The apology but, sweater. Uh, the apology. I'll say this about Will. Yeah. Like I said, I think one is I don't necessarily believe everything August Alcina said. He said that shit, then dropped the album. So it's like, hey, this motherfucker wants some attention. And then I'll say this: I think people will are too. People think Will too soft. It's like, yo, that's the first rap Grammy. Put some respect on Will's name, man. And, and you know, everybody brought up this whole Tupac thing to where it's like, well, I been knew Will was a this and a that because all Jada do is talk about Tupac. His daughter even wrote Tupac a letter. And I'm like, hey, y'all know Will might have did that shit because Will don't never get angry. Will don't never speak on that mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, just the two of us might have been a diss track. And that was about <laughs> him and Jada getting rid of Pac. That it ain't have nothing to do with his son. No, I'm <laughs> clowning, but I'm, yeah, I'm joking. Just in case Will listening, but you know, I I I, I don't think it's I, he like I'm gonna have to get that nigga. He figured it out. Right? <laughs> you gonna come clean me up and figure this shit flash up. me with the men in black thing, man? But I like I said, I'm, I'm laughing because. You know, if it had been opposite, you know, oh, well, you know, Jada's a predator. If it was Will instead of Jada, well, Will's a predator. We got to get him the fuck out of here. And 
It's like now nah, I'm just yep. a grown ass man. He the one went in there and did all that. Always... And even if you did all that, I don't see what the benefit of telling us was because all we did was fucking laugh. Yeah, I don't know why he told. Well, me, to sell that told. album, but I would have still wanted to get a sniff or whiff I mean, every now and then. So I'm holding on to that. It's like, it's like, nigga, don't nobody checking for your album anyway. That'd be funny. You you expose that your album go double wood, and then you can't get yeah, no you, pussy and you don't have the vacation for... house no more. Word <laughs> up. <laughs> It'd be funny if the, if he was staying in the pool house like Will and Carlton was in fucking the Fresh Prince. They had August. So yeah, he was just fucked up in the game, man. He should have should have kept his goddamn mouth That's shut, it. man. We'll, that was so. We're gonna stupid. have to do him and remix just the two of us again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, we've been on here for a minute. Well, we had ninety-seven minutes now, and that don't even include the ten from before when we got fucked up. So we'll jump up off here. If you got right. shows and your uh, social media, go ahead and plug them. Yeah, I'm doing. Um, I have a. I just got. Yeah, I just got booked on a show for August seventh up in up here in Eastern Pennsylvania. Rich Boss supposed to be headlining. I'm only doing a feature okay. spot, I guess. Um, so that's August seventh. Yeah, August seventh or eighth. Um, yeah, check my Instagram for that, and I'm doing a guest spot on Eva Evans' show on the 23rd of this month, um, in Brooklyn. So you can check that. And uh, yeah, Ibrahim Khalif. I B R A H I M K H A L I F on Instagram and on Twitter, Ibrahim Khalifa. Okay, cool. Uh, per usual, find me at I am Phil Hunt. Uh, like, share, subscribe to the motherfucking Tough Talk podcast. And uh, what do I got? No shows. I ain't got shit coming up. Hey, go get my special. Go check out Philosophy at the Apollo Theater. Uh, available on Vimeo for purchase. Uh. What did I say earlier? Essential comedy at a non-essential price. $5, Buster. Uh, This has been the motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast, and we out. All right, later.